Well, if you are just joining us, it is Hitchin against Luton at Topfield. First pre-season friendly of the summer for both sides. Freddie Cardi and Marikelli on, on commentary with analysis from Martin Burke as well, our resident Luton town fan. Let's take you through the team. So two different teams in each half for both sides. So Hitchin, one Charlie Horlock, two Daniel Akebween, three Alex Brown, four Josh Coldicott-Stevens, five Samuel Lacoy, Hanoku, six Ben Wolster, seven Alex Marsh, eight Lewis Barker, nine Callum Stead, ten Rio de Silva and eleven Jonas Kalonda. For Luton Town number one, James Shaved, Wendy, Peter, Kioso, 16, Reese Burke, 4, Kai Naismith, 25, Sam Beckwith, 6, Glenn Rea, 22, Alan Campbell, 19, Dion Pereira, 18, Jordan Clark, 9, Cameron Jerome. Uh, and I think Fred Onyadima joins those guys as well. It's a strong-looking Luton team. Cameron Jerome, he's going to be looking to grab the goals up front. If we can come back to you, Martin, actually, I mean, you lost a couple of key players this summer, didn't you? I mean, um, who did he lose? Kieran Dewsbury Hall, Lester Loney. How key was he last season? Without him now, Brendan Rodgers has obviously taken him back. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he is a, a real um, a strong player and I'm sure he's going to flourish uh, in the Leicester side. You know, he produced some fantastic performances. Um, you know, a real motor in the uh, middle of the park. Yeah. Um, Looked really good in that FA Cup run you had for you at Stamford Bridge, weren't you? Well, just didn't quite plan out, did it, as you'd have liked? I mean, would have helped if you had some Hatters fans in there too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, the crowd certainly, as they say, you know, the 12th man on the pitch. Mm. And uh, yeah. Luton fans are a loyal bunch and they're always uh, vociferous and passionate in their support, you know, to add to the team. And we'll, we'll see that to them. It's a lot of these fans, it's the first game, the first chance they've had to watch their team since December last year. It was a 3-1 win against Norwich at Kenilworth Road. They deliver in front of the fans. Absolutely right. Yeah, seeing some old old friends uh, coming through the gates here today, been, we've all been thrilled for this uh, exciting game. You had a chat with Mick Harford, didn't you, Luton legend? Good to see him here, part of the team. I mean, legend as player and manager now. Yes, what a hero. Um, an absolute gentleman to boot, you know, um, a Luton legend. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, Martin, we'll come back to you at half-time. I know there's a lot you want to get your teeth into Well, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I want to put him in the electric chair. Oh, because, yeah, predictions. Uh, absolutely. Oh, we, want, we want your prediction, Martin. Um, right, well, it's a hard one to call in some respects, two teams either side, but I think Luton have brought such a strong squad with him today. Um, I'm predicting a 3-1 victory for the Hatters. Lovely. Yeah, two different teams in each half. We'll have to see how that one pans out. A few new names in the Hitchin side as well, one of them being Alex Brown, Luke's young uh, brother, younger brother. Uh, Very interested to see him. year old left back, uh, and he is in the uh, first half team. At number three, so we know exactly where he's going to play. Uh, Akoi Ahanakur uh, and Daniel Akabi, the centre-back and right-back partnership. Uh, Dan Webb uh, is not here today, I don't think, no. uh, by the looks of things. Uh, so it's going to be Akoi Ahanakur and Wolster making up the two in defence. You know, we know Hitchin have got a strength in that area of the field, but they're going to have a lot of defending to do today. Yeah, I think, <laughs> like Martin says, Luton, Luton haven't messed about with this one. They've brought, they've brought the boys down, mm. and, um, and we're going to have to be on top of our game to sort of to sort of keep up with them really right Luton to kick off then and we are all ready to go kicking off a summer of football on HTFC radio you don't want to miss any of this commiserations if you missed out on tickets for this one and if you're here take it all in and enjoy Cameron Jerome to get the two sides underway a little lull in the crowd just before kick off Luton in the chain strip They've got a black shirt, orange shorts, black socks, hitching in the new Hummel kit, brought out the new crest badge and the new kit looks incredible the pitch looks good fans on all four corners of the ground what more do you want Marek? Oh it's absolutely wonderful isn't it yeah I mean um, hitching a kick in um, from 
left to right towards Butts mm. Close end. And the uh, the big stadium, stadium, the big stand hasn't yeah. gone up behind the goal yet. But the uh, after the, the Watford game here, that's coming in. It's coming in for the Watford game. Wonderful. But uh, yeah, supporters are still filling it in. And um, here we go. So early at the moment, early early days. Yeah, Luton yeah. have got the ball, and uh, and they're doing all the pressing at the Sam moment. Sam Beckwith, uh, the youngster, grew up in Lower Stondon, uh, just round the corner. Did Beckwith, and the website says he's 110 years old. So I think maybe a little typo there. He didn't look like a veteran. In I was going to say, he's doing good for that. Into Kai Naismith. Now, he's uh, something of a veteran. Uh, Naismith, very versatile, can play in pretty much every position. Signed from Wigan, uh, started off in Scotland as well. His ball out there can't quite reach Jordan Clark. So it'll be a throw in, uh, second early throw in for Alex Brown. First few touches for him. Well, Luke must have done a bit of an agent role in that transfer, you think? Yeah, I would have thought so. He's, he's, he's pulled his brother in, and we'll see, we'll see how, how good he is. There's, there's no real replacement for Luke Brown, no. is there? He was one of our star players of the season last year in St Albans and got himself an absolute gem. Uh, we'll see how he does. Maybe an early attack for Luton here. Here's Glenn Rea moves it out wide. Good looking start uh, by the Hatters That's here. That's a lovely Alice ball Alan in. Campbell puts it in. Charlie Horlock in what looks like the new goalie strip. It's kind of a dark red colour. It's got the Hummel chevrons all the way down both sleeves. And the white shorts yeah, are a nice shorts. touch as well. We haven't seen that yet. It's got a retro feel to that. I really think it has. Yes, it has. Just That's over two minutes played and the ball's back uh, with James Shea who's no stranger to non-league, had a spell with Needham Market uh, when he was younger, played for uh, Harrow Borough as well. Both of those sides have been regular opponents uh, to Hitchin, uh, James Shea in goal. His backup goalkeeper to Simon Sluger last season. Sluger knocked out by Spain in the European Championships. He was the backup there uh, to the Croatian goalkeeper. So a few of these losing players have Euros experience. Obviously none of the Euros players back here today. There have been some quarantine periods anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's Callum Stead then, throwing for Hitchin. Good to see Stead back in the side. Know what a danger he can bring. Well, uh, I think if anybody's going to pose a threat to yeah. Luton for Hitchin Town, it's going to be him, really, with his pace. Giving it away here, though. Luton, nice turn in there. By Piera. And Piera's uh, slung the ball long, but that's a little bit too long, and Charlie Horlock can gather. Early touches for Horlock. Just what you want as a goalkeeper. First game of the summer against a really good opposition. You want to settle yourself in. Absolutely. You know it could be a busy one. Yeah, I think he's, he's going to have uh, a few moments mm. of, a, of a busyness. <laughs> and they've got might. the ball back again and they're attacking down the, uh, down the right-hand side with number 19, yeah, Piera. Piera now on the edge of the box. Comes onto his left foot, thought about a shot. He's just crossed it in, kind of dug it into the surface a little mm. bit. Ball comes across uh, and it's headed away by Alex Marsh, who's going to play in the second-half team as well. So a lot of these players playing in both. That's a good little dink for Callum Stead. We're going to test his pace. There, and it's defended well by Kai Naismith. Using all of his experience there, just chips that one out into the crowd. This is HCFC Radio. 145 listeners, Marek. We know Luton have a good old fan base. And we Absolutely. really appreciate you all tuning in. Yes, we Especially do. Especially if you were here about half an hour ago in the midst of the technical difficulties. We do appreciate <laughs> you not chucking your phone down, <laughs> saying yeah. who are these guys. Absolutely, but yeah. Here is Akabween, Freddie Cardi and Marek Elionich in commentary. You can find us both on social media and get involved. If you want a shout out as well, there's ways on the website uh, you can put a message in. We would love to hear from you. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, here is Sam Beckwith, the youngster, Captain Luton's academy side over the last few years. And it's back with uh, the goalkeeper there, Shea. So going to be a throw in for Hitchin, actually. Number 10, Rio de Silva. Certainly grown out his hair in lockdown. <laughs> yeah, he has, hasn't he? 
Looking good. Here's Alex Marshurst. Corner of the game, is it? The yes, it looks in. like it. Yeah. Can't even see because I saw the fans in the way. It's a lovely sight, right. I've got to say. Everyone well, down there where the stand should be. Isn't it wonderful? It's Ben Wollstone that's going to go over and take this corner. So we're going to be expecting something swinging inward. And, and let's hope we can we can get ahead on it. And uh, as Wolster lines this up, it's played in. That's a lovely ball in. And, uh, Comes not across picked up. to De Silva at the back post. Just doesn't quite get his touch right. Feeds it in. Now Luton might be able to break. No, they won't. Really well good done. defending by Jonas Kalonda. And he's brought down when he was a former Luton under-18 man. Maybe got a bit of a point to prove. Has Kalonda, Absolutely. Uh, the left winger. Really energetic start from him going through the middle of the park. Wins a foul as well. Good stuff from Hitchin. Yeah, nice nice place for a, for a free kick here. It's a pity Luton. Brown's gone off to St Albans because <laughs> this is right in his territory yeah. completely. Scored Looks one in the first game of pre-season last year, did Brown, and the second game, and I think the fourth game as well. He knows how to hit the back of the net. And he does. St Albans fans uh, can all look forward to that. Absolutely. So it's going to be Alex Marsh, though, this one. No Laurie Marsh uh, in the side today in the squad. Maybe a few players in summer holidays. A big tall wall, actually, for Luton. Yeah, there is, yeah. It's yeah. actually Ben Wolster. Wolster. That's a hit. Good connection. Ooh, and it's not what. wide. It's not far wide of James Shea's goal. First no. attempt of the afternoon. Whistles wide of the post. Shea was worried for a moment. Good attempt by the left-footed Wallstar. Absolutely. Bit of a double bluff by Marsh as well. Yeah, no, he had, uh, he had James Shea scrambling for that one. But, uh, like I say, nice to see Hitchin taking the game to him. Ball over the top now, maybe more for Charlie Hollett to do good stuff by Ben Wolster. He's strong oh. and he wins the foul as well, inspired by some of the Italians' exploits last night maybe. And I mean that in a good way because he got his body in front of the ball, won the foul and Hitchin can just settle it down now. Good start from the Canaries in front of what all, what seems like a home crowd, but it's very, well, it's very mixed, isn't it? I mean, it got a really good balance of yellow shirts and orange shirts. These Luton fans are straight on the website to get these tickets. There's no way you won't uh, you're denying them the opportunity to go and watch their club. Most of these guys will be watching their team for the first time in maybe 12, 18 months. A lucky few got to watch them at Kenilworth Road in December of last year in a 3-1 win over Norwich, and so they know how to defeat the Canaries. Obviously, Norwich winning the championship in the end. Luton afraid of no one. Yeah. A couple of fouls in there. It's uh, Samuel Akoy, Hanaku being brought down. Hitching with the ball then so far. Pleasant surprise maybe for a lot of the supporters. Yeah, no, and, and, and nice to see Ben Wolster as well getting stuck in and, and doing a nice job. But we, we, know, uh, we know what Sam can, can, and Daniel Akabini can, can do um, on their day. And it's nice to see them in some kind of vein of form as well. I, think just, I just think they're up for it. Yeah, they will be. Uh, stop forward of the visitors on Tuesday night, by the way. We are uh, commentating every single one of Hitchens' 12 games this pre-season, home and away. And obviously that starts here. Uh, That's a good little run from Wolster. There's tried to, tried to pick out Callum Stead, who's uh, unfortunately lost out to, uh, to Reese Burke. No relation to any of the Burks that we're talking to. <laughs> so many Burks there here. Are, there start. are a few. Kai Smith then, uh, bring it forward out from the back uh, into Beckwith, the youngster out on this left-hand side, links up with Naismith again. Luton just want to similar things down. They know what they can do when they knock the ball around. Their first game of the summer as well, let's not forget. They've had a nice six-week break, uh, but Nathan Jones said the players came back to training, looked really, really up for it, chomping at the bit were the words that he used, and he almost said he was surprised by the intensity that they were showing. We show this is a club going in the right direction. Oh, definitely. The players, I mean, the players, the calibre they brought in, the players who are buying into the Nathan Jones project, 
Yeah, I mean, they've, they've, when, you, when you think about it, they've, they've, they've done incredible, haven't they? The way they've just climbed up yeah. the table and, and, and we've, the st we've still got the same team members as yeah. they had when they were in the conference. Uh, and sorry, uh, yeah, the number eight for Luton now just sort of making his making his mark there. Hands it over yeah. to the number 22, Peterson Alan Campbell. Have, have dropped in here, haven't they? Uh, Peter Kiosa coming forward, does well there. Uh, keeps it in as well, uh, and it's out for Luton's uh, first corner of the game. Then early signs uh, from Kioso, and he's a bit of a local lad, actually. He was playing for Dunstable Town before he was picked up by Hartlepool in 2018. Uh, and then, as Martin said earlier, he was on loan at Bolton and Northampton Town last season. Looks like he's been recalled, given a chance in the first team this year. A lot of players uh, that the Luton fans are very excited about watching at the Kenny next season. Headed away that one. <laughs> we'll come back out to the player uh, who took the corner. Now moved uh, to 22, uh, which is Alan Campbell. Ball in now for Jerome. There's bodies getting in the way as well to stop this Luton attack, and they're trying to force it back at the moment. Here's on your Dima. A tongue twister for the Tano that proved to be early, is it, Onyedima? Onyedima taking well on Anaku. Well, he's been out strength there. Good header Good away header. at the back post. Jonas Kalondo is playing like a centre-back in this one at the moment. I'll tell you what, Kalondo's really impressed in this first sort of Ball opening now, few minutes. Ball in by Jerome over the bar. Mm. Well, I think he was here with Norwich City a few years ago for that 150th anniversary game. So he's played at top field before. Yeah. Back here against the Canaries. He was signed recently uh, from MK Dons. And he played played at Premier League level, hasn't he? He was a free agent from MK Dons. Played for Norwich. Remember him, at, yeah. Um, Premier League level. Didn't he have a spell at Stoke or one of them stripy clubs? I remember seeing him in a red and white striped yeah, shirt. Yeah, might well have done. Might well have done. He's been around a bit, hasn't he? he Players has. like him and Jerome, but obviously taking the step up from League One to the Championship. Uh, so shows there's a lot left in his career. It's poor there from uh, Akabui. England, Ukraine later, by the way, after this festival of football today. It really feels like oh, one. A right Such proper a good day. day of football. As Hitchin win it back, Kalonda well again. Well done, Kalonda again. Really impressive. Yeah, oh, lovely turn. They've had to pull him down this mm -hmm. time. And uh, that's going to be a free kick to Hitchin. Good work from Kalonda. Well, we're about five minutes in, Mario. What have you made of the start to this one? Ten minutes in, sorry. Yeah. Energetic. Uh, yeah, definitely energetic. I think, um, like you say, Hitchin had definitely been eagerly awaiting this one. And um, maybe maybe Luton have as well. But um, you can see the quality that Luton possess. But Hitchin are certainly equal to them at the moment. Ball up now uh, with Akubui into Marsh, just drops That's into midfield. Luton win it back in the centre of the park, and they're running for oh. it now. Vonya Dima, Ben Wooster scampers across well and done, gets there. Good tackle by him, really marshalling the troops at the back today. I'm not quite sure who's captaining Hitchin. Uh, I think it is Wooster, uh, and no surprises there really in the absence of Dan Webb. No. Kalonda uh, tried to find um, tried to find Wooster out on the side there. Oh, sorry, Alex Brown out on the. Out on the far left side there, but uh, unfortunately goes into touch as a throw in for Luton. They play it back to their goalkeeper, and it's all calming down for Luke, Luton. Luke will be eagerly watching his younger brother, won't he? Uh, maybe a bit so. of stick from the sidelines, almost the encouragement. Uh, well, I think there'd be a 50-50, actually, because if my little brother was out there, I'd definitely be giving him some stick. Um, that's that's a bit too long there, and, and um, from, from Kai Naismith, it's gone straight back harmlessly to Charlie Horlock, who uh, in turn rolls it out to Big Sam. Yeah, uh, not that one, <laughs> by the way. No, ben not Wolster. Sam Allardyce. <laughs> yeah, it's not Sunday League, is it? No, I don't want to see him in a in a football kit. Thank you very much. 
shout out to Charlie Brown who is listening in. Thanks, Charlie, for tuning in to this one. Do get your shout out requests in, by the way. Absolutely. I'll tell you, I'll give you give a shout out for the Highlander as well, even yeah. though I think some of their members are topping our Champions League in the uh, fantasy football. So, <laughs> um, Kick them out. Yeah. yeah. But, no, uh, hello, Eric and the rest of the guys there. Great pub in Hitchin. It is. Really near where we live. Uh, anyway, if you are around, maybe after the game you want to pop down if you're a Luton fan here in Hitchin. A lot of good food over there. The brownies are incredible, and they're not paying me to say that either. Here's no, Joshua Silva brings it down well under pressure uh, from Alan Campbell. Oh, they have it at the back now with Ackerby. Luton that's pressing one of well. Them break and leg passes there. Cody got Stevens almost in a bit of trouble there. The former Kings Langley midfielder. Ball over the that's top a now. Dink Looking for Rio well da Silva. You can try and get him behind now. De Silva up against Beckwith, needs some support, he gets it Straight in. in the form of Ackerby, takes a touch, right footed on the outside of the box, ball in now, Ooh, and it's what? just flicked away, didn't quite <laughs> get all the way through into Lewis Barker, who was it up was, from the back. It was Lewis, and I'll tell you what, he was about half an inch away from heading that into the back of the net. <laughs> He really was. Yeah, not far away at all. Got in, got in between the two defenders. Uh, and now a goal kick for James Shane, the turquoise blue. Goalkeeper strip. Luton in their away kit today. I know a lot of the fans loving the picture of their new uh, training strips. Really look good. Yeah. It's a professional outfit they really are. Yeah, I mean, we saw them earlier on bringing weights out and down and, and yeah. ma even massage tables. They, uh, I fancied a massage myself. Yeah, but not surprised. <laughs> Could have gone over and asked someone. Yeah, but it, it just shows you the difference in, in calibre of these yeah. two clubs, doesn't it? You know. Well, I'm sure many of you are new to HCFC Radio, uh, and we also run a podcast called the Canary Club Podcast. So if you miss any of this game, uh, we'll be uploading it on the Canary Club Podcast probably sometime tomorrow morning. So if you know you're heading out late and you won't be able to tune in, uh, you can listen back anytime really from tomorrow to search for the Canary Club Podcast wherever you get your podcast. And on Monday, uh, we'll hopefully be bringing you manage, uh, interviews with the Luton manager Nathan Jones post-match after this one, plus Hitchin manager. Uh, Mark Burke as well so if you want some extra coverage of this one uh, just search the Canary Club podcast big week over the next few days free commentaries this week uh, this time next week we'll be here against Stevenage Luton's bitter rivals and we'll come to Mark about them at half time actually because I know they've been drawn against each other in the Carabao Cup first round uh, that promises to be a, uh, a tasty tie here's Beckwith moving it around for Hitchin who's brought down the referee uh, does blow the whistle and it'll be a foul uh, for the Hatters good to see a big Hitchin flag's gone up actually over on the uh, on the Bedford Road end yes yeah we noticed that there's also a Luton Town one over up there as yeah, well yeah a few there's a, there's a lot of orange down here today, but you'd expect that because these teams are literally 10 minutes Smith apart. Swings on in, it's beaten everyone. There are three players trying to get on the end of it, and it's gone out uh, for a goal kick for Charlie Horlock. Luton growing into this game, you feel? Yeah, I mean, that was that, that came out of the blue. That even took us by surprise, and it was whipped across the front of goal and just nobody able to sort of get a foot or an elbow or a, or a backside cheek onto that one. And, uh, yeah, it's with Charlie Horlock now who's uh, trotting his way back to the... Uh, to the six-yard box and place the ball for this goal kick. Luton have opted for a bit of a non-league focused uh, pre-season this year. They're playing Rochdale behind closed doors and they're going to uh, Bedford Town, who Hitchin also faced at the start of August, uh, as well as Boreham Woods. They'll be getting some action against former Hitchin man Kane Swift. Look out for him, Luton fans, by the way. Yeah. Uh, a top player who might well be playing EFL football uh, in a few years' time, potentially. No, Look for the non-league focus. Nathan Jones, someone with roots in non-league as well. Good to see these EFL clubs investing in, in playing these playing these games against teams lower down the tiers yeah no I think it's really good and uh, like, like it, it's all it's always important to include and bring the youth through you know 
Here's a Hanaku then uh, for Hitchin. Back into Charlie Horlock, the uh, goalkeepers have plenty of early touches here. And it may sound like maybe Hitchin have a lot of the more of the ball than we're making out to be, but they've really enjoyed but a lot of possession in this one. That's a lovely ball there by Alex uh. Brown. Callum says not quite that quick and uh, James Shea quick off his line as the clouds start to darken above top field. It has been a lovely sunny afternoon up until now. At the start of July, where's this year going? Yeah, it's Kalonda through oh, the middle into Alex Marsh. Marsh lays it off to Rio de Silva, doesn't quite get there. Beckwith gets in the way and does well. Marsh may be brought down there. Yeah, no, he's done well to put the ball out too. Uh, and there's Kalonda looking to get it into Stead as well. But that's cleared by uh, Luton Town only as far as Coldicott Stevens. And uh, that's going to be. Uh, no, it's not. The referee's wave play on to Luton can now attack with Karome. Um, well, I've said a tweet anyway from the Luton tonight. Stevenish are not our bitter rivals. Uh, we <laughs> hate Luton instead. Anyway, oh, right. and we don't care about Stevenish. Sure you will do when that Carabao Cup tie rolls around, I'm by the sure. way. I'm <laughs> sure. Oh, well done. Cracker. The last meeting between the two sides, I think it was a 7-1 win for Luton as that shot comes in. And it's into the hedges behind the uh, new green fence out there. I think it's just beaten the fence anyway. Okay. So, yeah, Carabao Cup first round. The last meeting, yeah, was Luton 7, Stevenage 1. Uh, that was a League 2 clash four years ago. Uh, so, Stevenage will be wanting to avoid a repeat of that. We're getting a look at them uh, this time next week on HCFC Radio as we're just waiting to retrieve the football uh, from here or get a new one. Yeah, absolutely. This is, this is grassroots football. <laughs> here comes Certainly a new is. one getting tossed in now to Charlie Horlock and uh, somebody has actually indeed gone round through the gate <laughs> to go and retrieve the ball. Isn't it wonderful? It certainly is. 18 minutes in then, Marek. Nil-nil, what have you made of it? I've, I think it's a cracking game, but I knew it was always going to be a cracking game. Luton are starting to turn the key a little bit tighter now and we'll see how, how Hitchin can cope with it. Marsh into uh, a Hanaku at the back. Play forward now, Stead's a bit isolated up front. He's That's got support from Rio De Silva. De Silva down the right-hand side, got a bit of room to run into here. Gets an early cross Hit. in, looking for Stead. Kalonda was there, just didn't quite angle his body right to get on the end of that, and then the ball isn't great. Back into Josh Cody, Cot Stevens, Newton have it now. The intent and the warning signs are there from Mark Burke's Canaries. Yeah, there's been a couple of times that we've sort of pinged the ball into the area and, it, and, it, and it's, it's been close, you know? Uh, and you know what it's like, hitching get closer with every try. Luton coming forward now then uh, with uh, number 19, Dion Pereira, move wide and that's not a great ball at all actually. No. Uh, coming in there and that will be out for uh, a hitching goal kick. Then Dion Pereira, he likes to pick the ball up. He's uh, like Luke Brown has played in America. He signed from MLS side Atalanta United who won the MLS Cup I think back in 2019. And he joined them from Watford, uh, the Luton's bitter rivals then, after winning their Young Player of the Year award in 2016-17. And he made his debut only recently, that was in the last game of the season, a 3-1 defeat uh, to QPR. So this is, the, this is Luton's first game since then, they've had a nice break. From then, Callum Stead trying to get in behind, doesn't quite get there. And Shea may be more busy than he wants to be so far. Hasn't had too many clear-cut saves to make. No, but he has been the busiest of the yeah. keepers, hasn't he, really? Which, uh, which is a bit of a surprise, because I, I, I thought that we'd be a bit more under the thumb than we are. But like I say, I think, I think Luton are starting to tighten the screw now. You can, you can definitely see that they're starting to put a few moves together. Away there uh, by Ben Wolster, who's have it at the back again with James Shea. Came through the academy for Arsenal, even made the Champions League bench in 2012 in a game against Montpellier, and there's a couple of injuries, and then had some spells in non-league. Back in non-league here, obviously, against Ooh, Hitchin. Yeah, there's that a bit didn't of a work miscue. out well from Cameron. Uh, Cameron. Jerome on debut. Yeah. 
He won't want to see that again. Ball in now to Lewis Barker. Gets his pass right into Josh Coldy cut Stevens wide into Alex Brown. You can see the resemblance, can't you? Yeah, the you Brown can. Brothers. You can see the teeth from here. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ben Wooster. Luton fans don't know what we're talking about. That one. Just look up a picture of him. Oh, well. Oh, ball in now Rio de Silva. Oh, de Silva. James Shea is called into action there. It's come off his knee, I think, in the end. Just made oh. himself big enough. Here's de Silva now. Needs a bit of support. Doesn't quite utilise it. Beckwith will bring it away. What a chance of Rio de Silva. He's looked like a, a man reborn in this one. Yeah, he's a live wire, ball isn't he, at the moment? Stead looking to flick it onto him. Well, the Silver and Kalonda causing havoc at the moment, and then Callum Stead as well, like a live wire in between the defenders. I mean, yeah, you, you've got to be impressed, haven't you? I mean, Kalonda has Im Im impressed me today at the moment. Straight, you know, he's been the, he's been the man for us at the moment, possibly the man on the pitch. Another throw in then for Hitchin. Things going to plan for the Canary so far. Almost halfway through the first half, and it is goalless. We've got over 230 listeners and. Well, for a little radio station that started about this time last year, we do really uh, thank each and every one of you for tuning in. It's big numbers yeah, it's a uh, big for one. us, especially after being away for a while. Uh, we have done a few commentaries, though, youth games and Hitchin Town women's games. have enjoyed them. done six games uh, at Top Field and a couple elsewhere. Uh, covering the youth team in the academy side. Kai Teal played really oh. well for them in those two games. Hitchin have a free kick here now. Kalonda, once yeah. again, some of these players. Well, we've all been sitting around in lockdown. These guys certainly haven't. No, they haven't. No, and he's, he's been an absolute menace. This is quite a, quite a dangerous position as well. It's on the... Uh, it's on the left-hand side, um, just just outside the 18-yard box, um, in front of the new Canary Kitchen placement. Um, so Marsh, he can grab himself a burger before he takes this one. Good burgers. But yeah, they yeah, are very good very burgers. Good. Um, yeah, but it is going to be Alex Marsh that takes this one, and, and this could be nasty. Here's Alex Marsh then, right-footed in-swinger uh, from the left-hand side of the penalty area, going towards Shea's goal, low, ball in, yes! and it's in! Hitchin take the lead! Was it a known goal? No, it's offside. Oh. Who did it come off last? I think Callum Stead's claiming it. And wow, there were some celebrations there, but quickly oh brought to a word. halt by <laughs> the lines where we're just halfway through in the first half. It was a low ball by Marsh. Everyone in uh, the Luton colours scuffed it. It's come all the way through, ended up in the back of the net. I think Callum Stead got the final touch. He was a judged offside. Mate, what a moment. I'm sorry if I've blown anybody's speakers there with that one. But, he almost uh, punched me in the face. <laughs> <I think. laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, but yeah, no, it was a, it was the goal that was no goal. But like I say, you know, when Alex Marsh is in that kind of position there, the free kicks coming in low and hard across the goal mouth, anything can happen, and uh, and it certainly did. Next time, like I say, we get closer every time. Luton need to wake up a bit here, I think. You would not tell it's championship against step three of non-league from what we've watched so far. Not so far, no. Hitchin look really up for this, as of course you would expect. Yeah, Pulling I mean, this is a big game. First of pre-season uh, for both teams. Last meeting between the two sides back in 2018. Hitchin started well in that one, but Luton came out on top 6-2 winners uh, in that game. Yeah, I can't see I can't see that happening now. I just don't mm. see 6-2 out there from what I've seen at the moment. Um, I really don't. But uh, there we go. Well done there from Josh Coldicott-Stevens there, mixing it up with uh, with the number 16, a Luton. Kalonda, poor there. He's giving it away in a oh dangerous dear. area. Referee waves away calls. I think it was just inside the box. Would have been a penalty. The referee waves yeah. away calls. Kalonda maybe just needed to switch on a bit there. Yeah, no. Kalonda threw his hands out to the side and says, no, no chance. And, yeah. uh, and the referee uh, agreed with him. So it, it, is, uh, it is a goal kick to, uh, to Hitchin Town, which has already been played. Uh, and they're looking the to advance oh, nice up. Nice from oh. the Not cut quite going to pan off but the Silva really enjoying himself dropping into these areas 
Yeah, I mean, last year when we saw De Silva having his little cameo roles coming on, he did look like a player um, that could definitely step up to the mark. And uh, and like you say, you know, since we've lost Luke Brown, he's certainly come in and, and, and filled some boots. Ball over the top now then. Good header in there by Cameron Jerome. He's had to come out onto this left flank to just try and receive the ball in any way. Struggled for service so far. Ball over the top now. James Shea just in the right side of his penalty area. Uh, and he moves it out to Reese Burke. So still goalless though. Hitching had the ball in the back of the net uh, about three or four minutes ago. Disallowed for offside. Linesman quick with that one. <coughs> Callum Stead was complaining but... And when he's actually berating the officials, so maybe yeah. uh, was it correct? Oh, we'll have to ask someone who was down there, won't Ooh, we? Oh dear, oh dear. While we were talking there, that one just sort of uh, whistled past the uh, left-hand side post of Charlie Horlock um, and it's gone out harmlessly. But uh, it's, it's those little loot and moves, you know, that come out of nowhere and then all of a sudden there's a man in the box and a little mm. touch and, uh, and like we're getting closer, so are they. Horlock just taking his time to get the ball back. He'll have a chat with a couple of the fans, I'm sure. Attendance today, I think there's roughly uh, 1,000, uh, well, 1,000 tickets are sold. There's roughly 1,250 people, if you include other season ticket holders. Great. Uh, and everything. There was a big dialogue with the local council to try and see up the capacity, see how many people can get in, obviously keeping it safe as well. And we've got up to that. I mean, great support. I'm sure it'll be many more, hundreds and hundreds more, if, um, if we were at the Kenilworth Road, of course. Yeah. Could have accommodated more people. But good to see so many Hitchin fans are Luton fans. Yeah, of course. As I we mean, know. We're, we're neighbours, aren't we? And yeah. of course, because we're, we're so many leagues apart it's yeah. sort of you can literally support mm. the pair of them can't so, you? yeah so many people here who do and it's good for the Luton fans they know they all love a trip down to top field it does mean a lot for Hitchin you know a club that's gone through financial struggles every club has over the last few years and with Covid it's not been helped and this oh dear in all these people there's a shout for Fallis Rio de Silva maybe not quite enough going there for the referee as Fred Onyedima drops in moves that around he was the first signing of the summer Onyedima relegated with Wickham he scored five goals and four assists for Gareth Ainsworth last season decided to stay in the championship uh, by signing for oh the dear. Hatters he's a Millwall youth graduate as well uh, from Nigeria on Udima. I'll tell you what, Kalonda and half getting stuck in. He's, he's, he's just escaped another... Uh, <laughs> they've given Luton the foul. Yeah, what's he had for breakfast? Uh, three Weetabix, I'm going to guess. Four at least. Yeah. <laughs> Ball in the middle now uh, with Alan Campbell. Uh, chips one over the top. Barker with defending to do. Horlock thinks about coming out, doesn't. Uh, it's been classed wide in the end off a deflection corner ball for Luton down on that right hand side uh, at top field Luton down at the Bedford Road end of the far side of the ground big new uh, fence uh, up there well we hear the Chenoa family from out in America uh, are listening I mean it's a long story for that one but a big shout out to you guys anyway absolutely uh, gutted I couldn't join up with you and Lions for FC out in Virginia this year next year definitely on the cards uh, but it'd be incredibly welcoming the Bournemouth fans, Marek. Really? Little old Bournemouth from out in Virginia. Well, they, they must have touched some hearts when they came up, Bournemouth, you know, yeah. and um, and then they... Wasn't to be this summer, was it? Wasn't to be, Brentford. I'm afraid. Yeah. yeah. Well, my game, boys though. are up. Yeah, my boys, which is good anyway, the bees. Uh, throw in for Luton Town. Uh, just settling things down, it looks like, at the moment. They've got the experienced faces in the side. And with players like Cameron Jerome, yeah. uh, you know you can never switch off uh, against the Hatters. Yeah, no, literally. I mean, it's literally we're, we're talking and we look away uh, yeah. or take a bite of our burger uh, and all of a sudden they've, they've turned up the volume and they're in a dangerous we'll position. We'll switch right to Beckwith now. Linesman says play on and De Silva does well getting back there. They're scrapping for it right down by the byline. Hasn't, has he? Yeah, it's just gone off, yeah. 
referees given that one. So still goalless at top field. Freddie Cardi and Mara Kalionic with you on commentary. We'll be joined once again by Hatters fan uh, and local chef Martin Burke at half-time. So it is, uh, it is Horlock now that's going to uh, take this goal kick. It's gone short into the feet of Brown. Oh, a mistake there. Yeah, it is. Hitching, as we say, don't switch off. They did momentarily there. Luckily got away with it. The ball just cannoned away. And here's the number 22, Alan Campbell. Move wide into Onyedima. Onyedima, such an exciting player on his day. Good tackle in there by yeah. Daniel Akabui. Typical Akabui. Never yeah. gives up, never pulls out of a challenge. Yeah, no, he's a quality player. I was really pleased when we signed him and, and we were commenta commentating on the games uh, towards last season. As I said, he's going to be an absolute stalker for us and, and that's exactly what he's turning out to be. Great block. Corner kick for Luton then. Right-footed in-swinger. Uh, down by the corner at top field. Swung corner. in there now. Just a bit too much height on it. It'll fall at the edge of the box. Uh, comes back 22 to Campbell. And a flick on the head by number eight. the top, not oh. far away. Goal kick. Yeah, no, you see, they, they do look dangerous going forward, Luton, as you'd expect. But so far, I mean, you know, we, we've been blessed so far. So it uh, depends on how long that we can uh, hold it out. So Charlie Horlock now with the, uh, with the goal kick. He's taking his time over this one. The, uh, the jog has stopped. It's turned into a casual stroll as he puts the ball down. Uh, and uh, he's going to play this one short as well. Into Brown, who's oh, done the Wolster. same thing again. Wolster, uh, Wolster, Wolster. Yeah. Sorry, Wolster. And uh, he's managed to get away with it this time. Yeah, they've got to hit that long now. Yeah, you I can't said. do that twice in a row. Got to hit, hit it long now. Imagine what Brett Donnelly would be saying. Uh, Ball comes in now, oh, fleet on. That's and a great that's the goal. Opener. It's a really, really good header by Jordan Clark. Well, he scored in every competition he played in last season, and he scored here at top field. Jordan Clark gets the opener half an hour in at top field, and it's a really well-taken goal. Yeah, cross came in from the right-hand side, and, and Clark just sort of uh, almost sort of diving low, uh, gets his head on it, sticking it into the bottom left-hand corner. Horlock didn't stand a chance. 1-0 to Luton Town. Really good head of that, uh, and Luton, well, Hitchin made a couple mistakes through Ben Woolster playing out from the back and couldn't move the ball up the field and they got punished there. It was a really nice flick. He had to stoop down low to get his head and they found the bottom corner. Yeah. And that is 1-0 to the Hatters. Yeah, no, and you know how I feel about this playing out from the back. If you can yeah. play out from the back, then all by all means do it. But if you're going to do stuff like that, especially against this kind of opposition, yeah. nah. No, no room for it, but they'll learn their lesson now. Only 1-0. And as we say, the other goal disallowed as well, Hitchin. Uh, so plenty to be proud of from this one for Canaries fans. But that will really give Luton a bit of a boost, actually. It was a nervy start for them in many respects. It's Cody Cott Stevens. Needs an option here. Uh. And he's just played it over the head of Akinwin. <coughs> and it's out for a Luton throw in. Uh, the EFL fixtures are out, by the way, a few. Uh, weeks ago, Luton will open their account uh, against Peterborough United on the 7th of August at the newly promoted Posh uh, from League One up to the Championship. Uh, had a really good couple of seasons at Peterborough. It's another nice away trip for Luton as well, not too far away at all. Hitchens fixtures hopefully will be out in the next few weeks too, so we'll keep you on top of all the goings on there, FA Cup draws and the likes uh, too, Hearts, Cup, Hearts Senior Cup and all those competitions too. Couple resuming after the COVID lockdowns. Ball in now. Wolster takes a touch and it stumbles a bit. 
Hitchin don't get away with it. Another Campbell. chance. Can he get a second? Yes, yes he, he can. can. Really well taken. Jordan Clark, right footed finish into that bottom corner. Two goals in two minutes for the Hatters. Clark making it look easy at the moment. Picked it up just inside the box, had a touch, slotted it. Same, same player, same corner. Um, yeah, again, a little bit of uh, nodding off from, from Hitch in there in the midfield. Lost the ball. Uh, the cross came in, uh, I believe, um, from Pereira, but uh, I could be wrong there. Uh, and then, like you say, Jordan Clark tucking it into the left-hand corner. 2-0 Hatters. Well, the Hatters are playing pretty much two different teams in each half. Uh, sorry, a different team in each half. Uh, so this team trying to finish this half on a high. 13 to go until half-time, and they are 2-0 up. Uh, Hitchin also making a few changes in that second half. Ben Wollster and Cordy Cox Stevens fingers will be pointed there. Yeah, yeah, I'm afraid. Not a good so. look. <coughs> it's not a good look, no. But <laughs> especially against this opposition, you might get away with it if you're playing Stockfold yeah. or Bedford. Clark down the right. Here uh, they come slips again. in Campbell. Campbell into the box. Dribble good cross. Save. Good save by Charlie Hall. Look down at his near post. And uh, it'll be a corner kick for Luton. Yeah, well done, Charlie Orlock. You don't want another one going in, boy. As a goalkeeper, as a fellow goalkeeper who's trialled for Luton Town, I can tell you, you don't want to <laughs> let three goals in in three minutes. That's a bad, bad thing. Not much action for Cameron Jerome so far. He's been really viewed as the replacement for uh, the outgoing James Collins. Luton's top scorer is reunited former Ireland boss Mick McCarthy as the ball comes in. Uh, he went to Cardiff at the start of the transfer window. A big loss, really, James Collins. A couple of players exiting the hope Jerome can fill those boots for play I'm really excited to watch second half Carlos Mendes Gomez uh, former Morecambe man scored the winning penalty in the playoff final uh, to get Morecambe promoted into League One uh, and Luton snapped him up jumped at the chance oh. uh, to sign him as the ball's back They're to Charlie still doing it. and that ball's you know. pinged wide looking for Akebwin it's not going to reach him it's brought down uh, by Fred Onyedima taking on Akabween and Hitchin just losing their shape losing their focus a bit at the end of this first half well Alex, Alex Marsh left. Alex Marsh had made a lovely run down this right hand side and he was screaming for the ball before he reached the halfway line and uh, and if Horlock had let him have it um, he could have been in the clear but uh, as it happens now we've got a loot and free kick in a very uh, prosperous position there it's uh, it's being teed up by their number 18 Jordan Clark who's uh, looking for a hat trick he is don't think he'll be trying to swing this one in but he's got plenty of players in the box Jerome's one of them he's he in did. towards Jerome Jerome's he did. letting go and he's, and got he's got in the back of the net well, who's it come off last? Because no, it's no it's, one, it's, it's a hat-trick for Jordan Clark. <laughs> hey, don't say it unless you know it. I'll tell you what, he's on fire, this boy. Um, everybody just let it roll, including Hitchin and Luton Town boys. It took one bounce and then nestled itself into the opposite corner. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's Luton 3, Hitchin Town 0. Well, it's three goals in four minutes, yeah. and all of them in fairly sloppy fashion yeah. for Hitchin Town. It's not how they wanted this game to pan out, and that one, no. it was in towards Jerome. Jerome thought, you know what, well, that might be nestling in the back of the net, and I'll everyone else thought, yeah, I'll, I'll see where that ends up, and it just ended up going all the way through. Charlie Orlock, maybe a bit of egg on his face. The defenders failed to cope with it as well. A bit and it's of a egg. hat trick for Jordan Clark. <laughs> He's uh, got an omelette on his face. <laughs> he might well do. Uh, he's very versatile, is Clark. He's popped up in all areas of the pitch. Here's to Silva. Nicely worked. Stead, this game opening up a bit here. Callum Stead just oh. dispossessed there. Back with Shea, who clears it away. What a game that is. And Jordan Clark, he, it's his debut season for the Hatters last season. He's really staking a claim uh, from the bowl. About four minutes of this game. 
because it's come to life suddenly. Luton racing into a 3-0 lead. All three goals Incredible. from Jordan Clark on HGFC Radio. There'll be some dejected faces in Hitchin after such a good start. Kept out this quality championship opposition. Finished 12th in the championship last season for half That's an hour. That's a lovely touch. And he's back in there. Shot in. Yeah. Oh, just wide. It was Alan Campbell. Just tried his shot a little bit. And wide of the mark in the end. Hitchin really on the rocks a bit here. Yeah, we are. Charlie Orlock's going to be um, absolutely gutted about that. For, um, three goals in four minutes. But, you know, he's got. A, they've, they've just got to forget about that and see what they can do and start yeah. creating chances for themselves. And I know it's a cliche, but it, this is a game of two halves. You yes, know, definitely it, it, is. It literally is. So you've got, to, you've got to view it as that as well. Two teams, two halves. Corner then uh, for Luton, really, really opening up for Deep. them this game. Ball in again, oh, great save. Great save, I think Paul it was Charlie well Hall got yeah. his foot to that. And now Hitchin will clear it away, looking for Marsh. Dead flicks his head on it as well. Uh, Luton have it back. It's well worked actually in the middle of the park. Might have been a foul there as well. Uh, switch wide but over the top. Yeah. Uh, of Jordan Clark. No, well done, Charlie Orlock. You needed that, mate. I'm telling you, after that uh, four minutes of, of nightmare material, uh, to, to pull out a save like that straight after it, fair play to you. Uh, and if you'd excuse the pun, hats off to you. There we go, the Hatters. Uh, ref well, the nickname is a reference to Luton's connection with the hat-making trade, if you didn't know that one already. Ball over the top uh, with the throw-in. Lewis Barker in there. Few players around that ball fighting for that. Cody Cott Stevens throws a leg at it, doesn't get there. Clark again. How many does he fancy today? Well, I thought he was going to take it yeah. on. Actually, he was in a good position, but he's uh, he's left it to the uh, to the runner down the right hand side. Yes, with Peter Kioso now ball into the box, back post, headed in by Onyedima. Just didn't quite connect with it as much as he wanted to. Well, Jordan Clark's only in the first half team. That's a result. So yeah, <laughs> breathe a sigh of relief when they get to half time. Yeah, no, they can. The danger man. Yeah, one header, one right-footed finish from inside the box, and a one free kick from a difficult angle. Went through, bounced through, beat everyone. Yeah, he just looked like he was going to take it on to me. Uh, it, just the way he sort of looked, looked up, and thought, you know what? I'm on a hat trick. I'm just going to ping this one in and see what happens. Charlie Horlock then uh, across the box into Alex Brown. Yeah, that nervous little combination here we go is to be done it again but yeah. fortunately big sam was someone there someone have a word yeah please <laughs> it's not working yeah someone yeah they need to have a look at this and it's the sort of thing you might think well we'll try some play out from the back of the training ground and it might well work as you said against your stockfolds your bedfords your non-league opposition yeah. there's not really room for it here unfortunately you're going to get punished players are going to capitalize on it and yeah. they have in this game three nil to luton 10 minutes to go uh, go on, Callum, go, go, go. Callum's dead over the top now. Ball up in the air, headed uh, down uh, in there by Reese Burke at the back, hooked away uh, by Kai Naismith. Most recently at Wigan Athletic, over the top now. Naismith brings it down again, looks assured, really does. Oh, he caught that one with a face. I'll tell you what, he's going he's gonna to feel that one, old Rio de Silva. He looks all right, though, he's manning it out. But we, we all know that they sting when you get a belt right in the face from close distance. Ball over the top now. Uh, and Alex Brown does a good enough job, actually, of marshalling marshaling Jordan Clark. Oh, well, I've had another tweet uh, saying Elijah Adebayo coming off for the second half, about nine foot tall. And that uh, absolute menace. And we'll love him. I'm sure we'll I'm have sure a load we'll of fun him. keeping him out. Probably about the same height as me, then he must be. Yeah, I'll tell you what, that's when, when Berkey's got to take a look and say, well, now, now he's on, we better keep the balls low. Yeah. 
Ball back now, a sloppy Alex Ooh. Marsh. Can he get there? No, James Shea out into the car park. And that's going to hit my car. I think, yeah, yeah. Might, not far away actually from no. where that went. Uh, you never know. There's a good video from a club cricket game the other day, actually. Someone hit a six so far, and he went, yeah, that'll do. Went through his own car windscreen. His own car Absolute windscreen. Absolute shocker. The Quality. celebrations quickly turned sour. <laughs> a hilarious moment. <laughs> right, shattered the windscreen as well. Oh, wonderful, eh? Kate's just said, is, is Marex... Uh, well, I probably can't read out what your number plate is, can I? I don't know. But she's just messaged anyway, so yes, I wonder if it did it hit is. your car. So yeah. maybe, maybe, who knows? That is my car number plate. Yeah, FAN at the end, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. There you go. It's wallop. <laughs> Might well have hit your car. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe my boot's open. We're walking home. <laughs> Hitching of it now, then. Uh, sorry, it's with Luton are thrown down by the... Uh, the newly developed Canary Kitchen moved to a different part of the ground. You are missing out, by the way, uh, if you aren't down here. But I know now, if you're at the Canary Club any time now, you can actually order from the Canary Kitchen. And they'll bring it to your table in the Canary Club. So you can go and watch the Euros, get food as well as your beers. Wonderful. Happy days. Happy days indeed. That's a big dinked ball forward. Charlie Horlock comes out to gather it, yeah, with the on-rushing Jordan Clark looking for number four. But uh, he, was, uh, he was a little bit full. Our case just said, can we squeeze your car forward? So it didn't get hit, so there's a sigh okay. of relief. Uh, well, I guess you can squeeze my car forward if someone comes and gets the keys, because I'm not leaving this game to move my car forward. <laughs> not a chance. No one's leaving this one, especially not the Luton fans. 3-0 up on the cusp of half-time. Trying to get in behind again now. It's nicely worked uh, into number 19. Dion Pereira marshalled away really well, though, uh, by Samuel Lacoya Hanaku, and it's out for a hitch and thrown in the end. Done really well. Yeah, Big Sam marshalled him out. Very, very good and effective job there because he was in. If he if, if he managed to wiggle his way past Sam, he was uh, he was one on one. Uh, throw in then uh, for Daniel Akerwin. Sam and Dan combination working. It's been the other side of defence. That's not quite <laughs> yeah. linked up well enough, and uh, the midfield as well dropping back. Normally so solid, aren't they? But Cody Cole Stevens never gets a consistent run of games. No, and and also don't forget. I mean that this is we're leagues apart. These yeah. two teams, and and they haven't brought a, a, a bunch of trialists or anything like that. These are the boys that play against you. You 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 know you. Your big championship sides, you know? Certainly are. So much experience in this town team as well. It really isn't an Naismith. academy side. Ball in now, then from Kai Naismith. Stead uses pace. Naismith isn't fancying this, but he's been in this situation before and he does really well. Lunges in there. Just waited, didn't he? Waited yeah. on the opportunity. He's done so well, Kai Naismith. Excellent. Really yeah. classy defending uh, in there from the Scott. Clark, move wide. Moving the ball around really well, really professionally and efficiently. Uh, the 19, Dion Pereira now out wide into Jerome. Jerome linking up well. Ball across now. Oh, uh, dear. Falls in the box. It's stuck in the back of the net. And it's Jordan Clark again. Clark has four. Because three isn't fun enough, right? You've got three, to have another right. one. Yeah, you can't, you can't leave here with only three under your belt. You've got to get another one. And, and he's done exactly that. Well, it's Jordan Clark four, hitching nil at top field. They're running riot at the moment. Absolutely running right. Yeah, they're, they're, they're giving us what for, but uh, there you go. There goes Martin Burke's prediction out the window already. Yeah. Um, but I think he was just being kind, really. Right, 4 0 then to Luton on the stroke of half time. Just two minutes left, and it's not been good this uh, for Hitch in last 10 minutes, 10, 12 minutes really haven't been going to plan. Unfortunately for them, and Jordan Clark has wreaked absolute havoc. Unfortunately, he's coming off a half time though. Thank God for that. Yeah, the man's a man's a nuisance. 
what do you make of that goal then? Uh, mumble jumble goal, wasn't it? But yeah. uh, he's, he's, he's hit it. He's hit it well, and it's, it's come through a, a few players and, and nestled itself in the back of the net. It was it's a nice little move, and then a scrappy finish in the end, wasn't it? But he was never going to miss from there. Absolutely not. Nobody's. Uh, why should he miss? He's got all the others that he's had a pop at. So that's four to um, to Clark and nil to Hitchin. Well, Hitchin won eight out of eight pre-season games this time last year, including a game against Barnet. They scored 32 goals in total and conceded only three. Well, they've already conceded more than that in about uh, half in about 43 minutes today, and they've already looks like uh, going to be beaten at the start of this pre-season. But you know, if you came here and you put money on a Hitchin win, you'd have been a very brave man. We all know the calibre of the opposition in this one. We know Hitchin haven't played for a very long time as well. They had a little behind closed doors friendly the other day at the arena. Kai Teal and Stan Georgiou on the score sheet in that one. I think those two are here uh, today, Georgiou and Marlo Goff as well. A lot of the academy boys training with the first team at the moment. They, you feel they'll get a good chance in pre-season, Marek? I would have thought so, yeah. I mean, it's, this, that's the ideal opportunity to sort of test your boys out and, and see if you've got anything, you know, in the coming up ranks, which we know. We know Goff and we know a couple of other boys yeah. that they've got coming through. And... Um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's all wonderful to bring the youth through as well. Mark Good Bur opportunities. Mike Burke over there on the opposite side to us with new newly appointed assistant manager uh, Michael Jones. Burke was a Luton fan growing up, still is a Luton fan, and he played for them as well as a youngster going on to play for QPR, making over six, uh, 700 appearances for Hitchin just as a player as well, let alone yeah. as a manager. Over a 1,000 in total as both. Oh, it's Charlie Horlock outside the box. He's bundled down. Uh, I think it's Fred on Nadima over there. Might maybe uh, you wouldn't want to see him get booked for that, would you, in a pre-season game? Uh, mm, not really. Uh, I don't think there was any sort of in ma malicious intent there at all. Do you know what I mean? No, it'll just be a free kick right on the edge of the box. Then uh, yep. difficult angle though for them to swing it, and they might fancy a left footer to curl it away. It's on the left hand side. Listen, just give it the, the Jordan Clark. Area. Yeah, might as well. Everything he touches turns to gold, as the phrase goes. Yeah, Cameron uh, Jerome standing over it though. So yeah, he fancies it now. Yes, he does. We're almost on the cusp of 300 listeners, so do share this around. If you know you've got friends who wanted to go to the game today but aren't listening, do let them know about it. Send them the link, little copy and paste, get on WhatsApp or wherever, and let people know about it. And they'll be tuning in in time for the second half. We're continuing our coverage throughout half time as well. And here so it comes. Here's Jerome. Shoots Benton oh. wickedly. What a save by Charlie Horlow. Big strong fist to that one. Yeah. And that'll be half time. Well, a half of, of frills and spills, really. Yeah. Well, it was. I mean, it was a, it was a, a performance from one man, Jordan Clark, that's uh, that's literally put Hitchin Town to the sword, uh, virtually by himself. Really, um, there's there's been uh, various other good performances across the pitch, but like I say, Luton Town was slowly turning that key, um, and and the, and the pressure went up, and they just got better and better. And um, now we'll have to see what happens uh, as they field their second team, um, and Hitchin are going to make a few major changes themselves for the next yeah. half. I mean, Hitchin for half an hour were not bossing it but they just looked assured didn't they yeah they looked very good they looked up and and you know like i say if the goal if that goal wasn't disallowed we might have been looking at a different score line now um but yeah no yeah. it is it, like i say to quote a horrible one it is what it is and um and we'll see what happens game of two halves yeah. Luton won the first half let's see if we can beat them in the second yeah we will see uh, i'll take the second half teams before they come out uh, for the second 45. We'll bring back in uh, Martin Burke as well. Uh, I know there's a lot more you want to talk about, Martin. What yeah, do you make of that first half? Do you enjoy it? I did, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, qu 
bit of a, a range of stuff going on there. It began really, really quite physically, very fast. As you say, Hitchin really hold, uh, held their own. Um, there were some really uh, yeah, um, impressive um, pl uh, plays on the pitch. Uh, Colonda particularly uh, was yeah. uh, all over the place for um, Hitchin, uh, up the front, yeah. covering backwards. Yeah, really impressive. There, there were the signs were there, weren't there? But did it seem to you inevitable that once Luton did break the door down, that the goals would start flowing? It was. It, it was quite surprising how quickly it fell to pieces for Hitchin there. Um, but because uh, yeah, they, they, they were really madness. holding their own. But once uh, yeah, um, uh, the clock, uh, the goals started to go in. Yeah, um, there was no stopping. One thing that was noticeable about the goals really was the amount of space that Jordan Clark had yeah. to really, and, and the way the ball travelled through to the goal, through the um, through the players. Second half, each and they have to get a lot tighter. Yeah, I think um, so. Whatever they do. Uh, Jordan Clark, well, he scored in the FA Cup, the Carabao Cup, and the Championship last season. Obviously, a talent who knows where the back of the net is. Yes, absolutely right. And he's a great asset to the team. Uh, coming in now to his second season, um, yeah, I think he can really uh, uh, cover that, um, that important space that's missing through, uh, through the absence of Dewsbury Hall. Um, finishing 12th last season in the Championship, do you think that was above expectations maybe? Um, I think it was a little bit above expectations. Yeah, we were all hoping that uh, survival, um, we would at least uh, survive in the Championship for another season. I think the team's going to be buoyed now by the experience of uh, Joe Morrell, like yeah. I say, um, and the other guys coming back from uh, the Euros. Tom Lockyer as well. Uh, Tom Lockyer, yeah, yeah absolutely, and, um, and Slugo as well. Yeah. Even though they, you know, they obviously didn't get, get onto the pitch for some games, game time. But that experience, as well as, well as the new signings, um, uh, Cameron Jerome uh, has looked solid out there so far. Uh, Dion Pereira is looking very um, exciting. Yeah. Um, and we'll see Elijah Adebayo coming on for the second half now. Um, we'll see if he's going to um, continue his imp impressive yeah. starts. Mendes Gomez as well, someone I know people are excited about. Um, now, one thing anyone would have noticed as they follow Luton on social media is the clamour of a new signature for Peli Ruddock and Panzu. So he's a DR Congo international. He's played for you from the conference and the championship. Do you, can you explain why there's so much desperation for this new contract? Is he just such a key player? Yeah, I mean, what a guy. I mean, he represents the passion in football that I think all of us Luton fans and all football fans really love you know he's stuck with um, he's stuck with the Hatters coming out up through the conference um, some in, you know he's dealt with um, some long layoffs through injuries still only 27 years old and um, he's transformed from a central defender into a swashbuckling midfielder yeah. you know um, yeah he's all action and he's so greatly admired by the Luton fans Cameron Jerome didn't quite get into the game enough, did he? But he's, he's a signing that you think will try and fill the boots of James Collins. Um, yeah, that's right. I mean, I suppose he, the, the nature of the play of Cam, uh, Cameron Jerome is that he needs that, that service. So yeah. it's a little bit hard to gauge in the first five, 45 minutes. Um, but, he, but he is. I mean, he looks like a real uh, number nine to me, you know. So uh, we'll see how, how the service comes from the wings for uh, Cameron Jerome. What do you think? Do you think Luton are going to be looking to, for um, consolidation again in the championship, or do you think they're going to sort of maybe sort of press on for the uh, for the places? Well, dare we dream? I mean, yeah. you know, uh, Luton have been out of the top flight since uh, just before the Premier League Premier League came in. Yeah. You know, we, we were um, in my childhood. You know, the halcyon days of 1988. Um, uh, you know, in the 80s and early 90s. Um, been up in the top flight. Yeah. Um, yeah, dare we dream? I think under the stewardship of Nathan Jones, this 
Uh, this team, this club has got the potential. I think it's been proved this year that we can beat anybody mm. on our day. You know, yes. so um, yeah, that. I mean, that'd be, that'd be just wonderful, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I mean, yeah, I, I like Luton, uh, and I'd love to see Luton in, in the Premiership again. You know. Mm. Um, that would be wonderful. Well, Martin, it's, it's your radio debut and we've got probably over 300 people tuning in here. So it's probably a good chance to plug some of the stuff that you've been doing. I mean, you're a chef, right, aren't you? So what, what sort of stuff? Have you got an area of expertise? Um, well, I do. Um, I'm known locally as the falafel man. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I'm born, um, born into an Irish family, raised in this country, but um, I've got an obsession with Middle Eastern food, yeah. uh, particularly falafel. So I've... Uh, I do a falafel service every week in Hitchin from my home on Tuesdays. I tell you yeah. what, it's really nice as well. And I'm my not just picking love it up that. because yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they really it's really lovely and the sauces and the and the mixed salads that he does with them as well, really special. No, I'll have to get involved in that. Where can people yeah. find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on social media on Instagram at uh, falafel not war. Yeah. Um, on Facebook at uh, Chef Martin Burke or Make Falafel Not War. And uh, yeah, there were notices part of their weekly about uh, how to grab grab some of these um, like this wholesome Middle Eastern goodness. Yeah, yeah. sounds good. Yeah. I spend uh, uh, yeah a few shifts a week as well. Like we were saying earlier, at the Highlander Pub. Mm. If the kitchen are tuning in, still big shout out to you guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll be joining you later on to um, get back on the stoves and um, yeah, get a bit of heat on myself. So keeping it in the in the food zone as well i happen to know that you've just recently taken on a little bit of a challenge do you want to tell us about that yeah nice one um yeah it's a bit of a, a bit of a wild card but uh, a couple of weeks ago i took part in what's called the ration challenge um where you uh, basically are given a ration box it's handed out to refugees in the camps in jordan yeah. um uh, and you survive on that for one week how did and, that go? Um, yeah, well, well, the reason I did it, you know, raise awareness yeah. to feel it, to feel some hunger. You know, yeah. we live in a world where, yes, we do. you know, we often don't even get peckish. You can just go you and know. get a burger, look. It's Absolutely. Pop down the shops and it's, it's so simple, it's, isn't it's it? It's so it simple. I mean, there, there is real food poverty yeah. in this country um, and that must be recognised. We must support each other. But um, I just wanted to, yeah, raise some money for Concern Worldwide, this charity who... Yeah. support um, some of the 80 million refugees uh, around the world but uh, yeah it was quite mad really I thought I'd be a lot more hungry than I was really um, mm. because it really was only a very little amount of food to live on some lentils some rice flour uh, one I, to I think I think there's far too much yeah. convenience food kicking around for us and we're, and we're kind of spoiled and we don't uh, we don't have the awareness of what it's like to to, to go without food and there's a lot of almost sort of on the border of gluttony as well so I think it's a wonderful thing that you're doing yeah well no thank you it's really changed my perspective and made me more aware of how wasteful I am yeah, um, yeah just me walking too. one element of um, in the shoes of other people in you know, just one way um, yeah it's uh, in like really enlightening and thanks to all, uh, people who threw the money into the park we raised uh, nearly 1200 pounds as well, uh, well which done. feeds um, you know is more than enough to feed a family of six for a year in, in uh, one of these places so yeah I, I can't recommend it enough uh, the ration challenge check it out if you think um, uh, check it out online if you feel you may fancy it yeah. absolutely is there, is there anywhere where we can get sort of the ingredients that you're allowed sort of is there is there a list of them or do you just sort of throw it together yourself yeah well no there is a, a list and that, that's just the set criteria so when yeah. you the challenge is to yeah survive on there uh, yeah um, uh, yeah, ration of lentils, rice, uh, flour, a little bit of protein that you can choose. Yeah. But there's not much fresh stuff in there. 
Um, but if you check out the RussianChallenge.org page uh, for full details about that, I'm definitely going to do it again next year. So if anyone wants to join and make a team with me, I'll be well up for that. So. That sounds, no, it really sounds excellent. And also, I suppose there's a thing like, you know, donating money is one thing, but actually feeling it and realizing the struggle for the cause and because sometimes you can just become desensitized by the news and you can think okay that's yeah. happening but i see this every week but when you go through it it must be really powerful i think well it is yeah and it, you know it's so easy for us all to label and judge and be fearful of others you know yeah. but, uh, i did that challenge for one week you know safe in my home in hertfordshire safe in the knowledge that my family was safe i wasn't about to you know be driven out or be um you know um uh, be killed or only my family killed I had to leave my home had to leave my country so yeah it does it just makes you think you know it's made me feel a lot more humble so as well as um you know raising money for uh, to help yeah you know, help out a brilliant cause and a, and a feeling that i think we should all at least feel once you know in our life just to sort of touch us back down onto earth and reality no fantastic yeah. stuff i really enjoyed talking to you martin having you on um, today as Thank well, um, but, but going back to the football, um, you know, have you, how, how much have you missed going down to the Kenilworth Road? Have, are you a regular there, or we try and go sometimes? I mean, you know, it's never cheap, is it? Football, modern football now. Yeah, uh, well, I must admit, yeah, I'm um, uh, I, I, I'm not seasoned to get hold of my, my brother and lots of friends are. But yeah. With my uh, with my work in hospitality, it's not always easy to get those key times off, especially Saturdays, to get to the matches, but. Um, yeah, I always try to get to at least a few games every season and uh, to check in and pick up the wonderful vibes from the Kenny. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, maybe a few so more visits up to Topfield as well when the season starts, eh, yeah, Martin? Yeah, well, absolutely. I'm not so far away from Topfield at all, so yeah, it'd be lovely to join in here. Grassroots football is where, it where it's at, the purity and the, what I see around the stadium here at Topfield today as well, all the amazing work that the volunteers have put into the ground. Isn't it? You know, um, and the wonderful football that we're seeing. So I'm looking forward to Hitchin Town um, in the second half, producing some, you know, some more good football, and hopefully they have a bit more resilience now that they're a few goals down. Absolutely. Um, what have you made of Luton's pre-season lineup? It's fairly short and sweet. I mean, you've got Rochdale and Bedford Town, who are a few leagues below Hitchin, Boreham Wood, and Portsmouth. It doesn't look on paper like too much of a challenge, does it? Um, I suppose not. No. Um, but I, I have been thinking a little bit about this, and I suppose coming back to the grassroots football thing, I, I, I suspect I could be wrong, but what the club and perhaps Nathan Jones are trying to do is just to, uh, yeah, kind of get get back to basics with uh, some new signings, try it out, and uh, treat some of the the crowds of these grassroots clubs, you know, um, to some um, entertaining football as well, bring some passion into the into all of our football hearts. <laughs> Absolutely, well, it's been a very entertaining uh, game. Uh, here at Topfield today, even though we're 4-0 down, um, we can see the second teams are out on the pitch at the moment and they're kind of kicking a, a little ball around. And uh, any name apart that, that really sticks out for you in this uh, in this second Luton team? Anybody that we should be looking out for? Uh, oops, well, yeah, I mean, uh, Elliot Lee, I haven't seen uh, uh, for a little while. Uh, it'd be good to uh, see, you know, test his credentials, see how he's getting on. Harry Cornick is always, uh, you know, can be... Um, can be thrilling as well. Uh, I'm I'm particularly excited to see uh, Elijah Adebayo. Yes. Because uh, I haven't actually seen him play in the flesh yet. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, to seeing him playing. Um. Yeah. So bring bring on Dan Potts is yeah. uh, in there such a stalwart for the club. I'm sure he's going to uh, 
be happy for a good run out. An ex-Gooner, Henry Lansbury as well. We know what he's capable of on his day. Good yeah, signing. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a very yeah, good signing. He is, yeah, yeah. Uh, very, very, very exciting uh, signing. Yes. Um, quickly, we've actually had some questions for you, Martin, actually, in the, in the chat here. So Charlie said, hi, guys, great commentary. Where do you think Luton will finish in the table next season? I think we're going to make the playoffs this season. Um, I, I strongly believe we will, you know. Um, the, the drive of the, the, the wonderful team of Mick Harford uh, and, uh, and Jonesy, you know, I, th I think they've got the, the noose and the experience there together with this exciting bunch of both new players and some older faces. Yeah, um, yeah dare, dare we dream, but I think playoffs. Uh, and Tom, he said, what signings do you think we need? And he said, if Pelly doesn't sign, we need another midfielder, uh, a playmaker to replace Kieran Dewsbury Hall, and another forward too, in, in your opinion. So, yeah. um, I mean, from what he said, looks like defensively, absolutely sound, but maybe other areas of the pitch, still up front, maybe not quite satisfied with what he's seen yet. No, I'd, I'd yeah, agree I, with I hear you. what you're saying. I mean, from the first half performance, you know, particularly Kay Nysmith um, in defence, has shown how solid we are there. I hear what he's saying about the uh, about a playmaker, uh, but I think uh, Jordan Clark's kind of showing some potential there yeah. to step into the role of Dewsbury Hall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I say, I'm, I'm praying that we hold on to Pelly uh, Radic and Pantu, but um, yeah, we're, perhaps um, some of these new guys can step up to the plate there. Perhaps even his cousin Peter Kioso, uh, he seems to have that similar kind of you know energy and swashbuckling kind of style about him that maybe he could adapt into that role as well absolutely uh, England later Martin will be tuning in for that one if you get a chance or are you at the Highlander well working? I'll be at the Highlander we certainly have it on the kitchen so yeah. maybe in between dishing up some lovely food we'll be able to catch a little bit of the football we've all got our fantasy teams and our sweepstake teams yes, we so are. that's uh, yeah, yeah, we wouldn't miss it for the world <laughs> predictions can we get a prediction from you England, Ukraine and Rome very very tough to, uh, to, to call um, I did actually see Ukraine play England uh, the last game at the old Wembley many years ago. Mm. Uh, but Yarmolenko in there, uh, Yaramuk, um, Zinchenko. Yeah. But they've also got a few tough players. So I think there's a, a bit of opportunities leaky, there for Raheem Sterling yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and Cruz. Get the attackers too. on, you know. I mean, don't chuck it out the window. But the likes of Grealish could really, you know, relish this opportunity, I think. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Grealish, Saka. Um, some say I uh, heard that maybe Sancho will be starting today for England so that will be just a bold move by Southgate but yeah. such um, a depth of attacking uh, force England have some great choices there don't they you know absolutely well I'll give you a prediction 4-1 England <laughs> oh that's England. bold yeah. I wouldn't scrub that at all I do fancy a goal for Ukraine as well <laughs> yeah I do um, yeah, they've got a goal in them definitely yeah I'll follow you on that one uh, and, and, and of course England England haven't conceded yet at the moment so I mean I'm giving Ukraine a bit of a bit of a, a pat on the back there as being the team to score against us because we're going to start leaking in soon yes. oh and I, I think I also need to go on air officially and say Jordan Pickford made me eat my words yeah I think yeah. he's been he's brilliant he's been absolutely yeah, really brilliant he really has uh, so he certainly has been. Let's take you through the teams for the second half. Talking of goalkeepers, Charlie Horlock once again uh, will start for Hitchin. Uh, and then Samuel Okoye, Hanaku, uh, Laurie Marsh comes in as well. Kieran Jones from the Norwich centre-backs in. Uh, Alex Brown as well. Uh, Lewis Barker, Ryan Smith, so a little change in midfield. Alex Marsh retains his spot. Uh, Kai Teal comes in. I'd be interested to see where he plays, I suspect. In the middle of the park. Maybe right back, unless there's a formation change. Yep. Uh, Kai Teal and Jake uh, Davis 
soon uh, to Callum Stead up front again. Luton, Harry Iston, James Bree, Gabby Osho, uh, five Sonny Bradley, Dan Potts, Henry Lansbury, Sam Beckwith, Elliot Lee, Harry Cornick, Elijah Adebayo and Carlos Mendes Gomez. Mm. So Callum Stead uh, to kick us off for this second half. And we are pretty much all ready to go. The music dies away and the referee counts up the players and gets us ready to go. 45 more minutes at top field. Uh, don't go anywhere. Keep tuning in to HDFC Radio. And do put your comments in as well. They'll get in touch with us on Twitter too. It'd be great to hear from you. So here we go. And uh, Hitching get us off. Playing very cautiously from the back. A nice little turn there from, uh, from the number 14. That's Ryan Smith into Marsh. Hitching have it now then. Uh, but Luton win it back easily enough with Dan Potts. So he's come on starting the second half. Re a big thank you to Martin back there. Really good chat that half time about Luton. Wonderful. Uh, and his fundraising too. So you can hit him up at, at Falafel Not War uh, on Instagram, same on Facebook uh, as well. Do go and get involved with that if you're a local. Uh, if you want to find out about the, uh, the uh, rations challenge as well, you can head over there too. So second half underway at top field. Luton just switching it around out wide. So good ball, just a bit too much in it uh, for uh, Harry Cornick uh, to get on the end of it. Just couldn't quite get there. And then Cornick, a forward, made one senior rap for Bournemouth uh, in four years there. Uh, so moved on. Uh, but uh, in 2019-20, top scored for Luton with nine goals and one goal of the season and players played. Didn't quite replicate those heights last year uh, as, as Callum Stead almost gets in behind. And Charlie Horlock will gather it now uh, for the second half. A couple of other messages coming in. We've uh, no name with this one, but we don't need any more signings. We've got Jordan Clark, and I tend to agree <laughs> with you there, mate. Uh, and another one from the same person, possibly. Although I think we need a couple of central mids, especially if Pele, Morel leave, and possibly a striker. Salute and fans forum, this. <laughs> yeah, it is at the moment, but that's okay. It's all good. And then Lee says, thanks for the commentary, guys. Listening from Adelaide, Australia. Not jealous at all, no. Not at all. <laughs> it must be nice and late over there. Though. I think it's probably yeah, four o'clock in the morning. Difference. Yeah, well, yeah. I, rem I remember being over in New Zealand um, at Christmas Day, yeah. out in a little fishing boat with a bottle of wine in my shorts. It was blazing hot, sunny day, Christmas Day. So they, they have a great Christmas. They do, on the beach in the sun, don't they? It's very different to our Christmas. It normally just rains here, doesn't it? Yeah, it's much. Ryan Smith uh, into uh, Alex Brown. Get a closer look at him. And Kai Till looks like he might be playing in the number 10 role, actually. Yeah. Uh, I can imagine Michael Jones has said, look, this kid's good, this kid's special, put him in the number 10 role, he's not a right back, he can play centre mid well, as uh, yep. so an offside there, given against uh, Elijah Adebayo, uh, who signed from Walsall in February, so made uh, the transition really from League 2 to Championship look seamless, scored on his first Luton start. Uh, and a real fan favourite. You feel so many of these players, the fans just really think, yeah, these guys are the future. These guys yeah. uh, are what makes me get out of bed in the morning to watch my team. Yeah, man. And, and, and like you say, there's, there's not that much of a transition between, you know, the leagues below the Premiership, really. It's that step up to the Premiership, which is always the, the biggest... Uh, the biggest foothold to get hold of, you know. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's nice to see players coming through from the lower leagues and coming up into the Championship and fitting in seamlessly. Good header in there uh, by Alex Marsh. No, it was Laurie, first one of the season. Plenty right. more of them on the way, the two twins in midfield. Yeah, Laurie's got the head on him, hasn't he? Show us your shirt number, please. 
yeah. in future. Uh, Jake Davis, he's playing number 70. Not quite sure uh, of Davis. Uh, looks like a new signing, so I'll have to do some research about that in time for the Stockfold game anyway. But Mark Burke always keeps his cards close to his chest with signing. So he, he never does. He'll never tell us until the match day, really. Yeah. Uh, but they're just going through the process, I think, of signing these people up for the new season, getting the contracts confirmed and going well so far, I think. That will all be announced on social media uh, over the next few weeks. All the new kits, hoodies, mugs and scarves are on sale on the supporter section of the Hitchin website. Season tickets are on sale too, and you can get tickets to the Stockfold and Stevenage game too. So if you're a Luton fan and you're enjoying what you hear, why not come down to Topfield, local non-league football, very cheap as well to get, get your tickets. You know, you're supporting an excellent club, a great group of people. Really is a community football club from top to bottom. Let's lose and have it now in defence, just moving it through the midfield areas. Uh, James Bree showing for it out on this right-hand side, but it's Elliot Lee's dropped in. You know, Martin was saying he's up for watching him in the second half. Just get, gets in behind. He was dropping in, making the run there. Looks really up for this. There's Lee all over the top. Oof. He's on side there. Uh, just legs weren't long enough, Elijah Adebayo, but he's <laughs> certainly tall, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I think the legs are the longest part of him, actually. There's like goal, po goal posts. Um, but yeah, you can you can tell already that the man's very alert and very aware mm. uh, of what's going on, and, and I think he's going to be a little bit a uh, little bit of a problem yeah. for them. Hitching I think defenders. a lot of these losing players will be sitting on the bench thinking, "I want a piece of this. I want to come in the second half." And they've been given that uh, reward. Uh, they got one sub in Ed Mc uh, Janney, uh, so he'll hope to get a little run out in the second half at some point too. He's going to win it. He's he going to win it. Oh, he oh. slipped it in. Nice move. Just a bit too much in it for Lee, who gets the ball away. He's blocked quite well. Uh, it was the former Norwich centre-back, the youngster Kieran Jones, making the block there. A few players in there. Jones and Kalonda signed at the same time. Never really got a look in. Yeah. Uh, but now, oh, taking a chance in pre-season. The ball comes in. Charlie Horlock. Uh, I don't know if he left it in the end or made a mess of the punch, but he cannoned into the side <laughs> of the post. Yeah. Fortunately enough for him, uh, it's gone behind for a goalkeeper. I mean, a laugh and a joke about it with the fans now, which you can do. Yeah, you're allowed to do that. Spotlight's always on as a goalkeeper. Yeah, and you're always uh, open up for, for abuse and hurled objects as well, <laughs> as I remember getting a few in my time. Well, we're up to 314 total listeners, which by far and away is an HTFC radio record. It is a record, so yeah. So what a way to start the first game of pre-season. We really do appreciate it. And that's only individual people. You could have a whole crowd of people with you at home, so it could be well over that. Who knows? But thank you all for tuning in. Do get in touch. Uh, and also, That's as we say, commiserations, you couldn't get tickets for this one too, because uh, it looks like everyone's loving it. Even if you're a Hitchin fan, you're 4-0 down. If you are just joining us, it is 4-0. The four girls are in 12 minutes, three of them in four minutes, all scored by Jordan Clark. Uh, got the hat-trick with a free kick. The loops in, beat everyone, bounced into the top corner. Absolutely, yeah. He looks like a star in the making, that Jordan Clark. Mm. Wouldn't have wanted to come off, would he? No, not really. Not when he's on a double hat trick. But hey, you got to make way for these uh, for these new boys. Let's see what they can do. Here's Alex Brown. Brown over the top, looking for Teal. Flicks it on. Uh, mm. It's back in the defence uh, with Sonny Bradley, six foot four, uh, centre back in his thirties at the club. He's a club captain as well. Uh, so such a strong defence as we were saying at half time, but really short at the back. But Callum Seg has caused the problems as the ball comes in now. Uh, deflected away behind uh, off Akebween out for a Luton corner down by the Canary corner plenty of orange up that end 
Yeah, there is. Yeah, they've, they've all moved down this end now, haven't they? Hoping to see the net bulge. Um, but yeah, it's a corner over in that uh, left-hand side there on the butts close end. Uh, it's played short now, um, looking for a cross in, but he's dummied his man and he's run into the 18-yard box now. Played it for the number 10, but it's run over his foot uh, and kind of gone out to the to the right-hand side, which is picked up by the 14. Lovely little twist to do Marshy there, but uh, the delivery wasn't as good and Hitchin can clear the flanks. Carlos Mendes Gomez, his first game for the club, signed from Morecambe. As he says, scored a, a winner from the penalty spot in that playoff final they had. I think it was against Blackpool. That League Two playoff final out there now. Black nose. That's a hit. I want to throw. say Newport County, uh, but my memory doesn't go back that far. No, no, it was a, a good playoff throw, action so. that weekend, wasn't it? Brentford going up and that Blackpool game. Blackpool Lincoln, wasn't it? Yeah, Blackpool Lincoln. That was good. Yeah, great game. But uh, like I say the, the the overshadowment was was Brentford going up by yeah. the tenth time of asking, and uh, they're a great club. Well, the fans coming back as well was was excellent. Perfect. Um, Luton do put on a show for the fans they have this last year. Uh, last game at the Kenilworth. That's a lovely little dink forward picked up by the number seven. He's brought it down well, looking for the cross in. Cornick well plays it off Jones. Uh, still Cornick now. Just plays it back into Sam Beckwith, the local oh. lad from just up the road in Lower Stondon. Not far away at all as Horlock had to spoon it away almost in the end of his goal line. And now Callum Stead uh, jostling up for it, up against uh, Gabby Osho. He's our versatile defender. He was on loan at Rochdale last season uh, and made 22 appearances uh, for them. And he's got it back there now, Osho. Back in uh, across the middle. Harry Isted is the new goalkeeper, by the way, in the blue uh, strip for Luton. So James Shea giving a rest in the second half. Simon Sluger, of course, deep. away in international duty. Ball headed back across. Uh, and it's with Kieran Jones at the back now. Ryan Smith tries to chip one over the top frustration etched on his face two players going for a slight tackle there luckily nothing too malicious in there and they'll come away with it absolutely fine well good done. stuff here uh, by jay oh. davis brought down good stuff from him yeah exciting <laughs> signs for hitching fans from what we've seen of him so far yeah james Bree weren't having none of it he's sort of giving him a little show he's just shaking his hand now saying sorry mate but yeah of course you had to go you was gone <laughs> goalless, <laughs> take him out goalless in the second half 10 minutes have been played in the second 45 uh, 4-0 is the scoreline uh, to the visitors from Bedfordshire. It's about a nine-mile trip from Kenilworth Road to Topfield, precisely. As you say, the A505 derby. Yeah, it is, yeah. And, and again, it's all done in the best possible taste, <laughs> as we know. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's a free kick to Luton, which is just dinked back to the goalkeeper. Nice and casually does it. Sprayed out uh, to the right-hand side. Reminder, we'll be back here on Tuesday night. Hitchin gets stopped for the return of Brett Donnelly. He's taking the reins there. Uh, coverage starts from quarter past seven. Uh, and the kickoff is half past. So me and Marek on commentary for that one. Absolutely. Is that, that's, that's at Topfield. Tuesday, Topfield. Uh, so I think we've got four games in a row at Topfield. Wonderful. Uh, six at home, six away. Longest pre-season since at least 2006, when the, as far as the records went back on the club's website, normally about six or seven games. Eight or nine maximum. This this year is 12. So really making up for lost time in many ways. So there's yeah. going to be a lot of opportunities for some of the youngsters for Hitch and Luton's is about half the size. They play Rochdale next. Behind closed doors. Bit of a shame that, isn't it? Yeah, I would have thought so. Keep it out the public eye. The public have been starved for football for so long. You can see the thinking behind well it, but done, maybe Laurie. it won't go down too well with Luton fans. I'll tell you what, I'll give Laurie Marsh a pat on the back for that one. He's pulled that out of the air, and if he hadn't pulled it out of the air at all, then Henry Lansbury was through, through on goal, and we know what he's got in his locker. 
Henry Lansbury at top field. He's Unbelievable. Been around, hasn't he? <laughs> he's always a sub almost gets cleaned out by a crossfield pass as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we, we, we know what um, Lansbury can do, and he's, it's a pleasure having him here at top field, isn't it? C certainly is. Lansbury, uh, signed from Bristol City, uh, he came through the ranks at Arsenal, but represented England at every youth level. Uh, and then spent five years playing for Nottingham Forest. I think he was part of the side that beat Arsenal in an FA Cup. Really, really big upset. He's put a few goals past Arsenal a couple of years back. Now at Luton Town. Uh, and comes Bree. Really well done here. Uh, it's just moved on surely in offside it is. Uh, the ball's just thumped into the back of the net. More out of frustration than anything uh, by Harry Cornick. So a couple offsides even by that line. And Callum Stead thought he put Hitch in 1-0 up. There were raucous celebrations for a moment. You leapt off out of your chair. The new bespoke ones really at Hitch are very comfortable. Let's change to the wooden ones that Marek broke anyway a few <laughs> weeks ago when we had those academy games. Oh, it was a lot fatter then. That's a, that's a shot taken by the number 25 from Luton, but uh, Sam Beckworth, but uh, yeah, very... Uh well, it's good to see Andy Shinney here, and a lot of the time I'll walk my dog with him. Oh, yeah. uh, he's a former Luton player. He was here the last time the sides met, and he actually lives in Hitchin. He's at Charlton Athletic now. Okay. Uh, he was on loan then, then signed permanently, and he's... He's, I think he lives near us anyway because we always see him out for a dog walk and yeah. always happy to chat his shinny. Scored a screamer for Charlton last season as well. Yeah. Uh, but good to see him here anyway as a local, supporting his side even if he's not a part of them anymore. Scott. Now we've got a lot of local sort of talent around here yeah. in all walks of life, haven't we? Not he's footballers, come from, musicians. He's come down from Scotland and he's done well uh, as Andy Shinny, uh, still continuing for Charlton. Uh, under new management there in Lee Bowyer, I think, has taken over. Is uh, he? As Kai Teal has it now. Nicely worked that, it actually, is. into Laurie Marsh. Marsh just chips one into Ryan Smith. Well, early signs in pre-season. Yeah. Bit of rust in this hitch inside at the moment. And here come Luton uh, with Harry Cornick. Cornick now taking on uh, Davis into number two. Uh, for Luton, James Breed moving it really nicely here. Adebayo over the top, and it was cleared away not very convincingly in the end by uh, Alex Brown, Luke's brother. That was amble, it was actually, but uh, yeah, no one's going to see that. <laughs> Elliot Lee uh, shout was there. There's Lansbury back in the defence now. Luton just taking their time, really, moving this around. Middle of the park, they're uh, yeah, just literally just dinking it to each other. It's all going a bit quiet at Topfield, I think. Yeah, as and uh, Luton's got possession and they're moving it around like champs and uh, and almost like playing with Hitchin, if you like. But the long ball's been dinked in now, looking for somebody, but it's only found the head of uh, of Big Sam, who's cleared that out. As Luton have it in the middle now, then uh, with Elliot Lee. Move forward. Oh, that's a oh, lovely, that's a lovely ball. ball in for the number two. Bang. Yes, they, yes can. they can. It's a dink over Charlie Horlock. It's a fantastic finish. It's James Bree uh, on the hour. Makes it 5-0 to Luton. A key player, really, in the Hatters' great escape after lockdown in 2020. Signed from Villa in 2019. And it's a really, really calm and composed finish over Charlie Horlock. 5-0. Yeah, simple little dink over there. Charlie Horlock already committed. Um, and great composure there from the from the number two James Bree to slot it home. Well, it took him 15 minutes. Took him a little while to get going, but the second half team have looked a lot more convincing. Got started a lot quicker, I think, than the first half team did. 
Yeah, I, I, I think their well. passing has been very precise, and and like I say, it's almost like they was almost sort of playing with Hitchin. But uh, there's a there's a lovely big lineup on the on the Hitchin subs bench. It looks like there's the commentator's nightmare. This this is there's about five or six coming on. So, Especially uh, when some of them don't have numbers on their shirts, and <laughs> I don't know who they are. So <laughs> cheers, Bergie. Yeah, welcome to grassroots right, football. Right, let's try and see who's coming. I can recognise Henry Snee from a mile away. Yeah, it's that hair, isn't it? But so yeah, good to see Snee back. Snee's coming on. Uh, Alex Brown's coming on. I think a lot of the players who were in the first half team yeah, will be replaced. Up. Absolutely. Um, okay, Hanaku off as well. Uh, and probably a few more. But Snee's come on and his first act will be to take the centre kick. So a couple of new faces then on for Hitchin. Laurie Marsh has dropped into the centre-back role. Position he doesn't like to play, but unfortunately for him, he's very good at it. Yeah, he is uh, good so at it. So he might be stuck there for oh. the rest of the second half. The ball's in now. It's cannoned off his knee over the top and Horlock can gather it in the end. Hitchin need to settle things down here. Jake Davis hey. given away. Yes. It's really his championship. He's step free at the moment. Well, it is at the moment. You've got you haven't got that much time on the ball, and he and you know he, he wanted to set up a deck chair and get a little bit of sun before he passed it, and you can't do that against Luton Town. So still five 0 then uh, to the Hatters against the Canaries. Sixty one minutes on the clock. What was it last time? Six two. Six wasn't it? two. Still yeah. on the cards. It is still on the cards. Well, we've got a score first. Max Ryan's come on as well, as has Sam Kelly and Sam King. Uh, now, Kelly was a left-sided midfielder. Uh, That's another good ball. Look, look down this right-hand side and, and a beautiful cross into the box, looking for the head of um, Adebayo, but uh, it's, it's just gone over everybody. We will confirm some of these transfers and they happen. We'll hopefully do a big interview with Mark Burke about halfway through pre-season. But looks like some exciting names. From what I've researched about Kelly, he's a left-sided midfielder from Kings Lynn, uh, according to the transfer market anyway, who are most recently in the National League. I uh, know they've been struggling there. I think would have gone down if it wasn't for, for COVID and the incidents of Dover Athletic. Yeah. Uh, but some looks like some new faces in the side anyway. So we'll try and find out some more from Mark Burke. Uh, when we interview him after this one. I'm sure he'll bring over a couple of faces as well. Maybe Josh Biggerstaff or Michael Jones. All yeah. is up for a chat. Luton just chipped the ball in. It's an easy enough header. The first act for number 21, which could be one of three players who Hitchin brought on without uh, them numbering them on the team sheet. <laughs> just picked up the shirt on the floor and put it on. Fair enough. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> so Luton 5, Hitchin nil. 63 minutes played on HCFC Radio. Uh, four goals from Jordan Clark, but with him on the bench now, they've had to share them around. It was James Bree, the right back, uh, who scored an excellent chip, very composed over Horlock. They come forward again now. Uh, it was Gabby Osho, I think, this ball over the top now, defending for Luton to do. Snee trying to get him behind. It's just not as quick as Callum Stead, unfortunately. No, he's not, but he it is. still gives the goalkeeper a problem. So, yeah, was Stead coming off? You've got to keep that man fit, haven't you? Don't yeah, want you risk was. injury with him. Absolutely not. No, he's been he's been crucial for us, hasn't he, in the past, and uh, and will be again. Lewis Barker replaced two. So those are Hitchens. Four subs, only one on the bench for Luton that they can make. They may well look to make it uh, later on this game. Ed McJanney. So it's with the number ten now for Luton uh, in the middle of the park. There, playing it back uh, to Sonny Bradley. Uh, the captain, who's looking to spread this wide and down through Elliot Lee, they're going to nice mount another move. attack. Yeah, they, and you can tell they're looking two passes in front, and that's a real sign of the, you know, the chasm in quality here. They're yeah. really looking forward. Ball in now and cleared away by Jones. You can just tell they're they're making these moves. They're thinking ahead of each other, and that's just the difference at that level of football. 
Snee adjudged to have fouled uh, Gabby Osho. So Luther with a free kick on the halfway line. Move back into defence uh, with skipper Sonny Bradley. Left-sided defender down the left-hand side now. Luton really settling things down, playing it at their pace. They're dictating things, really. Here's Mendes Gomez. Ball doesn't quite short. reach his man out on this right-hand side. Didn't quite thread it through uh, to Harry Cornick. It'll be a free kick for Hitchin. Yeah, this is deep inside our own half. They play it back towards uh, towards our defenders. Picked up by Laurie Marsh, who's going to look to play us out and try and get, get Hitchin on the front foot again. It's uh, it's with Kai Teal, who's uh, got a runner down this right-hand side. He's ignored him and gone into the middle. Uh, well, McJanet's come on uh, for Beckwith. Uh, we hear I've had a tweet, and I really appreciate this uh, from Lut from the Luton Eye on Twitter. Yeah, they made bang a substitution it. while you weren't looking. Yeah, they made five at the same time, I think. So, uh, McJanet. Uh, rather than McJanney, I think. So he's come on uh, for Beckwith. Had a good game, actually. Just didn't quite always find his passing radar, the youngster. It's a nice little flick from Kai Teal there uh, to play his man in. Um, but unfortunately, the ball across the 18-yard the box was picked up by a Luton player. And um, a little bit of uh, mumbo-jumbo went on, resulting in a hitching throw. A lot of Luton players who have had time in non-league. I mean, Sam Beckwith spent some time alone at Beaglesway Town last season. Look at James Shea, played for the Needham Market, Harrow Borough, Peter Kioso played for Dunstable Town. A lot of players have been in these situations before. Corey Panter as well. Uh, not in the side today, but in the squad here. He had some time at Beaglesway too. So good to see Luton have built these relationships with some of the local non-league clubs. You don't see enough of that in football nowadays. Hitch and have it in the midfield now. One of their uh, new substitutions, who is yet to be named. Kai Teal needs to watch his back, moving it around well. Nothing's, nothing phases him, I think, Teal. He'll happily play at any level against any opposition. It's Hitch and have it in the box now uh, with the number 19. Who will remain unnamed. I think it's Sam Kelly just yeah, from his position. Kelly, so we'll give him that. Uh, apologies if we get that one wrong anyway. Yeah. Ball's chipped over the top, chested down well. Yeah, that's Adebayo now comes down this right-hand side, looking to jink the ball past the uh, Kieran Jones. Good uh, battle between those two, Jones. He's, he's done well, out, actually. actually. from centre-back to left-back. He hasn't had quite the cover he'd like, uh, but he's done well, as you say. And it'll be a throw-in uh, for the Hatters. 317 current listeners. Hope you're all enjoying it. You can find both of us on Twitter as well, at Freddie Cardi uh, and Marek Alionic. You can get in touch if you want. And I hope you all, good luck to Luton as well for this championship season. We are all behind you, by the way. Yes, we are, Most of course. Hitchin fans support Luton as well as second teams or first oh teams in dear. many instances. There they might go. make it six. No, no they won't. Well really done. good defending. Laurie Marsh well, I know almost he ate off it the line. <laughs> I know he hates it there, but that's a crucial dink off the line there from Marsh. But they ain't over yet. And uh, Onidima, uh, sorry, Adebayo heads wide. Yeah. Came off the side of his head rather than where he'd have liked it. And Charlie Horlock knew... Uh, there was no danger for him. Yeah, I mean, it's now every every time Luton come forward, they're looking dangerous. Um, very, very limited uh, hitching attacks, I'm afraid. But uh, we have had a couple um, that have been dealt with uh, very effectively by the Luton backs. Jones taking his time, marshalling the troops. More playing out from the back, Marek. Yeah, I know. Teal, good from him as well. Well done. <coughs> Really enjoying himself, just relishing. Oh, almost pays off. Nearly. It's down the line, just came off in the end. He's enjoying that battle against Elliot Lee. Uh, yeah. And he's got Ed McJanet over there uh, as well. 
I think Teal's just one of those guys that does raise himself, you know, if, if the calibre of the game goes up, then he, the calibre of his play goes up as well, especially in this position. Uh, I mean, we saw him playing at right back, was it? Yeah, um, right back mainly for the first team and for the under-18s who played centre mid in the games against MK Dons and Steve in his youth. As Luton chip one into the box, and number two header comes in from Adebayo and Charlie Horlock can gather that easily enough. Teal just 17 years of age. Yeah, amazing, and it is, uh, shows really good sort of concentration out there. Yeah. Jones in the middle again. A lot of play coming through. Oh, oh great skill. I don't know wouldn't have enjoyed that one bit. No, <laughs> but Kieran would have done. That's a good yeah. cross-field ball as well, but the, the Hitchin do continue to play this sort of back to... Laurie back Marsh won't quite pick out one of the two players racing forward. The goalkeeper just making sure they slid in on him. Didn't quite get the ball in, actually. Can't tell if he did keep that in. He might have been eyeing up a shot from there. Henry Sneed was, in the uh, box was available too. Yeah, he was, yeah. So Hitchin then at the back. Uh, sorry, Luton at the back. Just taking their time on it now with the skipper, Sonny Bradley. Third season at the club, Bradley starting. Looks very assured at the back as the rest of the team do as well. Oh, yeah, they Gabby could. Osho too, uh, on loan at Rochdale last season. A lot of loanies coming back into the side. Second chance for them this season. Want to be part of Nathan Jones's plans. And here's another. Harry Cornick keeps it alive in the box, lays it off uh, to James Bree, the goal scorer. And that ball's just got too much on it. And it'll trickle the way down towards the Canary Kitchen where they put the netting up to make sure no one queuing up for a burger gets a ball gets down wallet. the face. That's yes, a good idea. It is. They, I think fought, so. they fought that through quite nicely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Cornick has actually impressed me um, for this second Luton team that's out there. As De Silva just walking past us now. He's had a good game in the first half. Really well played, I thought. Yeah, he did. He did really well. As uh, Laurie Marsh has it at the back into Ryan Smith, who joins permanently now uh, after being on loan from Northampton as a youngster, 19-year-old. Just about keeps the ball on hitch down the left-hand side. They're going to... Uh, Sam Kelly now, one in the middle for Kai Teal, who gets a bit of a clattering there. Referee says play on. Was a painful one for Teal. He's going to get up and battle onwards. Would have been nice if he'd have got the free kick there. That's literally just a couple of yards away from the D. But Hitchin do still have possession here with uh, Laurie Marsh at the back. Looking to dink it through to uh, to his twin, but he's picked up the uh, the number 18, who I can't tell you who that is because we don't have a listing for him. Ball over the top, definite offside. He's offside, sure yep. um, I know it's 5-0 and you'd have been, you know, it's not yeah. much of a surprise that this has happened. Maybe how no. it's happened was slightly of a surprise because Hitchin did play well for that 30 minutes. Yeah. Signs of optimism from this one. What's, who's impressed you? What's impressed you for Hitchin today? Uh, on the, in, the, in the way of Hitchin Town, I mean, yeah, Kalonda, Kalonda was uh, was very good, um, and and also uh, Akebwini and and Big Sam as well. Uh, they they impressed me last year, though. So it's good to see that they've sort of brought that forward as well. Yeah, it's five nil. We are taking a bit of a walloping, but you've got to expect that, you know. And uh, and the thing I'm a little bit disappointed with was the kind of you know the the. The way that the goals came about, they were they were kind of sloppy apart from the from that one, um, and uh, you, you kind of feel a little bit gutted. But you know, there's no taking away from the quality of this Luton Town side. Absolutely, and, and, and five nil is probably about right. Seventy-one minutes played. Hitchin obviously did out that goal disallowed as well. Well, never know really until we watch the highlights about that one. But it came through a crowd of players. Stead got the final touch, and the yeah. linesman doing the 
Much better view than us two uh, judged it offside, but what a start that we thought that was. Yeah, no, we it was. We go 1-0 up in about, was it, maybe 20th Ooh. minutes, Ryan Smith. Hitchin, it looked a bit lacklustre in the midfield today. It's, yeah. not, it's not a walk in the park, this one's Nathan Jones over there, was bemoaning the pass over the top, absolutely fuming. Yeah. The crisp Welsh tones of Jones were not happy there no. uh, at all. He rejoined Luton in May uh, of last year, took them uh, from League 2 in 2016 to the Championship for an unsuccessful successful spell on Stoke City. You know I like a win percentage. His win percentage yeah, of Stoke yeah. was just 15. Oh, look at that ball. He's picked out the number two there, dinked it back to the number seven. Uh, poor, McCorn poor ball in that. Harry Cornick. Not what he'd have wanted at all. No, not what he'd have. I was expecting more, actually, to be fair, because he has been electric uh, in, this, in this half of the game, definitely. Um, so I was expecting a bit more, and he's probably annoyed with himself as well. Osho uh, across into Bradley. Just takes it into Hitchens' half as Luton move it around. Mendes looking to find oh. Adebayo, brings it down well. Still has it in the box. Lovely link up between those two. Just what Hatters fans want to see. Mendes Gomez dropping it, finding the ball. Nothing comes of it. Luton just on the right side of the penalty area. Slipped in, hoofed That's away. It. Well done. Uh, into the... the was it the A A606 over there? It, but yeah, it's probably, <laughs> it probably is, yeah. Forget the name of the road. Yeah. Going up to Bedford anyway. That's right. And Luton will be travelling up to Bedford too. Now ground sharing one of the biggest weight sides, I think, Bedford. I don't know what they're going to do to Bedford. I mean, we beat Bedford 5-1, was 6-1 6-1, was it? Yeah, uh, so what, I don't know what Luton are going to do. Keep an eye out, Bedford. Yeah, we're playing them as well. I think 1st of August we're playing them too. Okie dokie. Um, as the ball is Deep thrown in, Horlock's done well there, well went down as well. Horlock kept composure, Kieran Jones was brought down. So about yeah. 15 minutes to go then in this one. Luton, five goals to the good, four of those scored uh, by Jordan Clark. Uh, the versatile uh, attacking midfielder. Really put a stamp on pre-season today, remember the name I guess. Come on Smith, get to it. <laughs> he does, <laughs> he, he does. does. Uh, and he finds Sam King. King, a couple of the new signings over on that left-hand side, taking it up, and it's well defended actually over there uh, by Beckwith. Sorry, not Beckwith. Uh, Luton's right back is Osho. James Bree. James Bree, thank you. Uh, Czech Republic v Denmark on in just half an hour's time, uh, but we're not going to rush home for that. We're going to try and get interviews done uh, with Mark Burke and then Nathan Jones as well. Yes, we are. Get a Luton perspective. Jones deep in conversation with Luton legend Mick Harford, the last hatter to play for England. Uh, Scored 72 goals and won the League Cup with Luton as a player, then returned as a coach. Uh, won the Johnson's Paint Trophy in 2009, was also director of football for a brief spell. Stepped in as interim manager to lead the club from promotion from League One uh, as champions continues to lead the recruitment side of the club and is Jones as assistant manager. So a pretty busy man who loves this club. Yeah. No, I yeah, know Martin said. said he had got to have a chat with him as he was coming in as well earlier today. So something that I'm sure is an honour really for most Luton fans. So a true gentleman is Harford. Still 5-0 then. Hitching back here Tuesday night. A considerable drop maybe in quality in the nicest possible way. Brett Donnelly won't like me saying that, but going from Luton to Sotfold, it's a big change. That's lovely. A first mistake from Luton that I've seen, and it's given the uh, the number 19 for Hitching chance to go forward in attack. He's got a couple with him. Uh, one of them being Smith, who's turned his man in the centre of the park and playing it back again, um, which is beginning to get frustrating. Um, is a bit, yeah. Yeah. But they know how, they know how to defend. They've go they're going man for man at times. Osho's keeping Snee very quiet. Snee just bemoaning a lack of intensity a bit from Hitchin. They, as they often do when they find themselves in tight corners, they start going long, 
And Luton are happy with that. They've got some six-foot defenders at the back. Uh, Sonny Bradley, six-foot-four. Osho tall as well. Cool. Why not? <laughs> Shot comes flying. It takes out someone's flag. Yeah, well, maybe that's what he was aiming for. But, uh, it's a load of hitch advance of a Luton Town flag, so that really does show, you know, these people do support both teams. Yes, it does. Yeah, I just noticed that as well. They're turned up in all the yellow and green kits. with the flag, with the Luton flag. So, yeah, fair enough. Absolutely. Don't know who to support. <laughs> Anyone will do. Yeah, Elliot Lee, uh, dispossessed. And Luton have it now of Harry Isted at the back uh, in goal. Picks it up inside the penalty area and throws it to Gabby Osho. Hasn't had a lot to do, really, has he, Freddie? No, the goalkeeper has been very, very, uh, very, very quiet. Not much to do at all, as you say. Mm. I'll be looking forward to just getting home, watching the football, probably. Watching England, Ukraine, I'm sure. Everyone's got plans of who, where they're watching that, who they're watching it with. and yeah. sort of thing we'll remember for a while. I was there, this is who I was with, and England did this. And Hopefully it won't be when England got knocked out to Ukraine, uh, but, I mean... The Germany game was a lot of fun. Here comes the number two from Luton again. He's looking to dink his man in the number seven. It's, uh, it's a shot. across, save well by well Horlock. Done, Horlock. No one's there for the tap in. <laughs> I was worried for a minute, but Hitchin managed to get there in front of anyone in black and orange. It's a very, very dark blue colour uh, on that Luton strip. I don't think the home kit's been released yet. Uh, and it's with uh, 24 oh. now, Edward Janet. Ball comes in no, now. No, that's offside. Another chip, onside. And it's number 10. Elliot Lee sealed with a chip. Really, really nice finish, and that's 6-0 to Luton. Yeah, it's another, it's another chip, isn't it? The first chip came over. To be honest with you, he looked offside from where we were sitting, but um, we've got a lino down there who's very capable, um, uh, who's given the goal. He didn't flag for offside, so uh, fair play to him. The movement must have been absolutely precise and perfect and too quick for my old eyes. Very nice move. Very nice move. Slotting him in. Uh, as you say, under, pre uh, no, under pressure, but didn't look like it at all. Took his time. Chips it over the goalkeeper, and that's 6-0. Six of the best. Four in the first half, two in the second half. Uh, and now the goal's being shared around. They are. Now anyway, it's time for Hitchin to score one. Two chips in the second half. Yeah. Might have a hat-trick of chips. Yeah, <laughs> I've just had a bag of chips. Yeah. Bring us some home as well, are you? Just I am. No, no, home. no. I've, I've taken a burger home for the wife, actually. All I'll give a shout-out. Kieran cool. Jones, get yeah. rid of it, get please. Of there it, we please. go. <laughs> Only as far uh, as Luton's right back. Anyway, there we James go. Green. Number seven again. Have a chance. Offside is, uh, is number seven. Almost a chance. Harry Cornick getting involved here, trying to get in, in behind the lines. And was a he's so offside. quick. He's very quick, isn't he? He's, I mean, he, he makes his move and he, he just goes for it, doesn't he? First touch from Max Ryan. I don't think we've seen much of him in, uh, in this half. Uh, oh, okay. oh, right. That's Ryan, Ryan out over yeah. on our side. Okay. Barely seen the ball. I don't know <laughs> yeah. if he's just come on. Well, Hitchin's barely seen the ball, have no. we? Let's face it. So, Late um, tackle there on one of the new signings. And Henry Lansbury. We know he can be prone to the odd yellow card Lansbury and he's yeah. a bit late in that challenge so 6-0 to the Hatters uh, there's about 12 minutes to go until full time at this one can't imagine much extra time or anything no need for it but it's been an entertaining affair and a good game for Luton fans to get back to watching their side yeah, definitely. I mean, they're going to be they're going to be pleased with this. I like to say we 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 know all about the huge difference in class, and uh, but still, you know, to come to come to a, a, a low tier ground like Hitchin, Topfield's beautiful, of course, with the the pitch is in in really good condition, but it's still 
you, you, you yeah. know, to come to come down here and play on a pitch that they're not really used to and, and play so well. Elaborate balling and catching practice in the end for Harry Yested. Yeah. I mean, what you're trying to say is it's not Wembley. No, know. it's not Wembley. It's not that's right. It's not dressing so. rooms and all of that. No. Ten massage boards for every player. Yeah. But Although they did word, bring their own. It looks good. <laughs> it's grand. I mean, if you think years and years ago, there have been times we were denied for promotion because the ground wasn't in a fit yes. state. I mean, look at how, how far we've come from those days. Yeah, absolutely. No, it is. It's, uh, it's, it really is quality. Snee, just on the halfway line in the bright orange and white boots, the curly hair. Recognise him anywhere, Henry Snee, as Ryan Smith picks up on his left side, cuts back into the midfield. Just slots it into Kieran Jones. Plenty of competition at centre-back once again uh, for Hitchin this coming season. We always see that, don't we? I mean, no Dan Webb today. Um, Josh Bickerstaff retiring as well, so he's always an option around that area. Yeah. Ball switched into Ryan. It's a moment to do his hair before swinging another cross oh, yeah, in. There you go. Oh, just Ooh. over the bar in the Why end. Definitely worth a try. That one was dipping. That didn't hit the loot and flag this time. That was uh, that was actually bound, and the goalkeeper had kind of left it for dead. But it yeah. was it really started to drop off towards the end. But alas, <laughs> bit of crossbar challenge from Max Ryan attempting that from very far away and on the right hand side of the field uh, as well. This is HCFC Radio. Your commentators are Freddie Cardi and Marek Helionic at Hitchin Town Football Club, the in-house radio station. If, you move in, if you're going to miss any of this game or if you have missed any of it, you can listen back to the whole thing uh, on the Canary Club podcast. Oh, that's a lovely dink there from, uh, from a lock at uh, Adebayu. But uh, the finish was terrible and uh, Charlie Orlock can uh, breathe a sigh of relief. Orlock has it now then. He's taking his time in it. It's a kind of dark red kit, isn't it? Bordering on maroon with the yes, nice. iconic Hummel chevrons going down the shirt, uh, the long sleeves and shorts. Not weather for long sleeves, is it? Well, it's I a goalie thing, isn't it? Well, yeah, because you've got to dive and leap around. If you happen to be diving out and you bang your elbow on a, on a bit of dodgy old ground, then um, it's, it's kind of like a bit of mental protection, if you like. Oh, I've got my long sleeves on. So well, dog, dog poo in the Sunday league part, yeah. <laughs> oh, we've had to do, all deal with that. Yeah. Pause in the game, clear that off. Yeah. Let's lose enough of it now uh, with Sonny Bradley. And it's moved into uh, Ed McJanney in the midfield. And nice little passing around. Yeah, their passing's been really precise, really calculated and worked out, Luke. And they yeah. they do know what just they're like doing. Just like a training there. drill, isn't it, for them? I would have thought so, yeah. It, it, really, it really is. I mean, they're just showing their quality. But uh, Hitchin haven't given up yet, and most certainly Laurie Marsh with an elaborate run down the right-hand side. He's on his side of throw-in as well, so they can just get some bodies up the field a bit, try and create something. Yeah. And if it's a little half chance for Henry Snee, just doesn't look like they've quite got the you know the out-and-out -out attackers up there. I mean, Teal's a centre mid by trade. We don't know much about some of these new signings for yeah. not having Brown and not having Stead. You know, something we're going to have to get used to. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a different side without them. Yeah, it's going to be. We're certainly going to miss someone of Luke Brown's calibre, uh, but we, we certainly wish him well. Uh, On dual registration as well, um, so he might. Oh, well we could have played today. Might well play the odd game for us, yeah. But it depends on the strictness of St Albans, I guess. They've got a busy pre-season yes. schedule, some tough games. Dalton Brown getting injured, but something say if something happened and he was out the team, they signed Messi and Brown was out the side, then he could happily come down and play for Hitchin if the right. if both sides agreed to it. So hopefully that sort of thing happens. But of course, you think it'll, it'll slot in there fairly, fairly seamlessly. Oh yeah, definitely. Losing have it at the back then uh, with Sunny Bradley. Uh, moved across uh, to Gabby Osho 
uh, as well. Be interested to see if we get any attendance figures for this one. I know it's going to be upwards of a thousand. Be a big cheer when that goes out anyway. Such a welcome return to football, this. Yes, it's just amazing after what we've been through, Freddie. You know, I mean, you, we've, we've been to lockdown games and it's just, it's not fun, is it? No, we went to a couple last summer behind closed doors, didn't we? It's just not the same without, you know, I know everyone rattles off that old line football. It's nothing about the fans, but no, it isn't. it's so much more with the fans. And we hopefully will never see a behind closed doors match again, although Luton have got one against Rochdale coming up fairly soon. They're trying some swanky new tactics. Good dig forward one. from uh, from Snee there, finding uh, Smith. Getting into the box. Good tackle, though, uh, over there by Dan Potts. Uh, and they looted just about. <laughs> I think they kept it in. Yeah, they did. He did, yeah. They're playing it around there now. Uh, Potts, well, for a left back, scored seven times last season did uh, and extended his contract with the club in May. So it looks like they've got goal scorers from left back and right back we saw that good chip by James Bree as well yeah. uh, that made it 5-0 uh, on the hour mark so goals from everywhere really building something here Nathan Jones yeah they can, you, like I say you can see it just, it just they're oozing quality aren't they and um, it, it's going to be really exciting now after watching these guys play on top field to see them play in the Champions League I always keep an eye on Luton anyway obviously because yeah. they're literally five minutes away from the house um, New stadium coming soon. New I mean, stadium. Long term hope. I mean, it's kind of similar to Hitchin without the new stadium. It's two clubs going in the right direction. It's such a good time to be a Luton fan. And you feel they're back in their rightful place in the pyramid as well. I, I know think so. A lot of people say, no, that's Premier oh, League. But oh, from what oh, they've been oh, through. There we go. And they make it seven. Number seven. The number 14 there. Carlos Mendes Gomez. Is, uh, Not a bad way to come off your debut. Not uh, really. Played uh, in this second half team. It's Mendes Gomez. It's his first goal. His last goal was in the playoff final and his next goal after that was down here at top field making it 7-0. His first game for the club as well, he'd have absolutely loved that. We haven't seen too much of him but he's looked good when he's got on the ball and with five minutes to go it's 7-0 to the Hatters. Yeah, it's pretty pretty quiet here actually considering that it's mainly... Bit of a in the crowd, yeah. yeah. there is. Well, they're may, I think they're mostly Luton fans actually, yeah. if I'm honest. I mean, there have been muted celebrations, I think. Uh, but I think with people like Mendes Gomez yeah. and you've got debutants scoring, it's always good to, you know, to cheer them on and say, well, you know, welcome to Luton. You know, we yeah. approve of you playing for us because you're going to going to score plenty more of them in times to come. So Absolutely. many good signings. And all this as well about Tom Lockyer and Joe Morell, who played in all four of Wales' games, assisted Kiefer Moore's goal yeah. against Switzerland. So he's good playing with a target man. He'll put the ball on their head, obviously. Uh, and then Simon Sluger well as well. Well done there, Marshy. Oh. Sorry, Marsh going for a run. That's why he doesn't like playing centre-back. He's, he's wasted. Yeah. <laughs> he's obviously trying to prove a point to Berkey. Yeah, but Berkey says you're the best centre-back yeah. we've got as well, so you're going to have to go there. That's a nice little dink out to the 21 for Hitchin down this left-hand side. He's going to keep it in. He is, yeah, so he's looking for a bit of support coming up. There's sneeze in the box, but he's not going to get on the end of that unless he grows a big giraffe neck. That's gone out for a goal kick to Luton. You just say Stu's come over. He's got that lovely England training top that I knew I should have bought a couple of years ago from that World Cup. He's got an England tattoo as well. Yeah. I wonder who he supports them I tonight. haven't got a clue. Yeah. Should have got that top. It's a lovely T-shirt. It's a remake on that 90s one, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Really, really trendy. Yeah. Nice bit of kit. Very nice. As is Hitchens as well. Wardrobe nightmare. What do you wear today, Hitchens in England, in action? Yeah. 
good weather for it as well for this new hitching shirt as Alex Marsh, someone who doesn't want to catch the sun. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, this is by Kieran Jones. <laughs> Here's Ryan Smith, play through, looking for Snee, and they just haven't found the feet of Snee. And it'll be a throw for Hitchin. Uh, looks like Ed's going to take it. <laughs> yeah, what's over by Ed? Surprised that camera's still standing. I mean, a few times the ball's come very close to hitting it, hasn't it? So How it hasn't knocked that camera flying yet <laughs> in all the times we've been coming out. That's a foul. Teal down. Taken down. That's what he does teal. so well. Look, the players get around him. And Lansbury, come on, Lansbury, behave yourself. <laughs> oh, any game, Lansbury's the same, isn't he? When yeah. you watch him, he knows yeah. what he's doing. He's he uh, just annoying. EFL pro uh, in many respects. Sitching uh, over back with Kieran Jones now. As the clock keeps ticking. That's Two a good late left. dink. Here we go. Can Snee got on the end of this? It's a bit much good of an ask, I'm corner. afraid. Yep. Out for a corner. Dan Potts headed out. So maybe one more chance uh, for Hitchin. Potts does well. They're coming over uh, to clear that one out. It'd be quite uh, quite amazing if Hitchin scored from this because it'd be 6-1 again, wouldn't it? It'd be like, well, look, don't bother coming over next year. We'll just write <laughs> 6-1 down in the book. It was 6-2. Yeah, oh, it's 7 now as well, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's easy to lose count of the goals. Well, it is, yeah, when they go but, in yeah, every three minutes. 7-4 by Clark, and then Lee, Mendes, Gomez and Bree on the score sheet. The ref said to play on as a guy was taken down, and it looks like Adebayo. it's Adebayo into the box. He's going to Almost falls over his own feet. Really good defending from Jones. Just held his ground, stood up strong and Tool stayed around and now Hitchin will look to progress it uh, up the field and it's down uh, with the number 19 new Canary Club podcast will be out Monday by the way featuring interviews hopefully of Nathan Jones and Mark Burke too so make sure to tune into that so search for the Canary Club podcast wherever you get your podcasts we've got our recent ones up as well as well as old commentaries and interviews and anything uh, that you want to listen to so do go over and check that out not there's any other football thing going on at the moment. He's offside, Riff. Yeah, yep. he certainly yep. is. And a bit of a frustrating one for Harry Cornick. Being flagged offside a few times, a former Bournemouth man. Hasn't quite clicked for him, I don't think. So one minute left as a few of the Luton players are off into the dressing room, receiving from warm applause. Been a really good showing from them. Just how Nathan Jones would like to start pre-season. Absolutely. We're probably... Uh, you up to start dishing out um, Man of the match. and things like that but I'd like to put a shout out for the officials as well today they've been absolutely spot on yep. uh, and well done it's good to see some good refereeing going on um, hang on a minute though because the number 10's tried a long dinky oh, short Horlock off his line oh that's gone wide and over so Wover as I remember somebody used to call it uh, and um, yeah that's gone harmlessly out and Charlie Hall will take it back yeah so uh, Patrick shit get on the phone that was not not the same was it no it wasn't really but um, yeah while, while Hitchin have the ball and look to motor through the midfield there with Smithy uh, I, well there you go that's uh, full, time, then. full time's gone convincing in the end across both halves for Luton Town a very good result for them took a while to get going though yeah, no, they did. That after a six-week break, a longer break than what they normally have. First game since their 3-1 defeat to QPR back in May. And then Jordan Clark turned up. Three goals in four minutes from the half-hour mark. Then scored a tap-in on the 42nd. A really good performance from him. So much for Luton fans to be excited about. Then goals in the second half. Took him 15 minutes then too. James Bree, delightful chip. Elliot Lee, delightful chip. And then Carlos Mendes Gomez finishing from close range. And in full time, it's 7-0 uh, to Luton Town. Should we get one last word from Martin Burke then? Martin, have you enjoyed yeah, yourself? Bit of a radio debut for you. And the result went the way of Luton. Yes, yeah. Well, 
thank you, uh, thank you very much for inviting me today for my um, virginal punditry. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Um, I've been really impressed with um, uh, Luton Town. The, the strength of depth we've got in that squad um, bodes well for next season. That second half, I was particularly um, impressed by Elliot Lee and Harry Cornick. Um, but at the back, uh, James Bree with a lovely goal. Gabby Osho looks very um, calm and in control. Um, so there's a lot to look forward to. Um, the Hitchin Town team, I hope that they've um, yeah, got a nice bit of experience, added experience today against a quality team for the season uh, moving forward. So. Was a good all-round result in the end, wasn't it? But what do you make of Hitchin? They obviously held Luton for half an hour in the first half and then 15 minutes in the second half. I mean, it wasn't always easy. They had a goal disallowed for offside as well. There were a couple of shaky moments. Um, yeah, that, that's right. Um, no, I think uh, the, you know Houston Town was certainly more impressive in the first half, yeah. um, especially those first 20 minutes or so. Yeah. Um, but I think they can um, hold their head high. You know, um, in the second half they also offered um, you know real opposition to Luton. Um, you know, they got in their faces a bit. So I think uh, yeah, Houston should be proud of their achievements today. Seven nil was a fair result in the end of the day, um, but. Um, yeah, you've got to put it in context. Uh, the attendance is just coming from Chris Newbold, 1,158. How's that for a first game after lockdown? Absolutely banging. <laughs> Very Wonderful. good. And um, we want more of the same We as certainly well. do. Martin, it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for coming on to talk to us. Thank really you. enjoyed your Thank insight. You. All the best guys and all uh, the best folks out there. And knowledge, yeah. Thanks a lot for, for talking to us. So we're back here on Tuesday night then from 7.15, hdfc.radio123.5.com. Freddie Cardi and Marek We've loved this. It's been such a nice afternoon despite the results. It so has much been fun. Wonderful. Yeah, no, it has. And and um, we'd just like to um, just maybe round off the, the game before the interviews start with uh, some some shout-outs for, for certain players. Well, certainly the, the man of the match for me is going to be Jordan Clark with his immense four goals yeah. just because he just bossed it and he looks absolutely immense. So uh, well done, Jordan. There's a bottle of champagne waiting for you in Sainsbury's. You'll have to go in and get it yourself, though. Um, <laughs> and over at Hitchin Town, um, to be fair, um, I was really impressed with Jonas Kalonda yep. out of the first team. Uh, and the second team, I have to say um, that uh, Laurie Marsh, uh, uh, again, was was absolutely immense for, for Hitchin. 7-0 it is. Um, yeah, it's probably probably the, the a reasonable result mm. considering, but uh, well done, Hitchin. You can hold your head high. Both clubs are going places, I think, these two at top field. Uh, it's been a really entertaining meeting of mine's Mark Burke. Uh, and Nathan Jones, Mick Harford. A couple of shout-outs. Mike Hyde got in touch on Twitter and said, cheers, boys, enjoyed that. Good luck for the rest of your season. Naluta and I, once again, uh, has tweeted me and said, great job, guys. Really enjoyed the commentary uh, and good luck for the season. Thank you all Thank for you getting involved. Much. Broke some HDFC radio records as well uh, in terms of listening numbers, which is amazing. We know you're a very passionate fan base. I'm sure there are plenty of hitching fans in there as well. So do be back on Tuesday night. Tickets are on sale for that one. And this time next week, uh, we're facing another EFL opponent uh, in Stevenage, which I'm sure will be tough as well. Maybe a little bit closer than this one. So now time for Mark interviews with Mark Burke. And we'll try and grab Nathan Jones as well. It's been an absolute pleasure.